conversation about the podcast recordings or file maintenance or storage or we have a meta meta right. conversation about that conversation about what number episode yeah. it is and how good and consistent it's been you or have to start been. 2023 off by subverting expectations and just go right into your top 10 right now happy go. new number year 10. number 10 happy new year uh <laughs> i don't want to do that i would love i really actually i would really love to do that uh number 10 is tunic <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ha- <laughs> happy new year everybody <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna be doing my top 10 uh this episode uh if you haven't already checked out joan jameson's top 10 it's coming it's not out yet it's not it's, coming. <laughs> it's not out yet uh i had the uh the pleasure of listening to it um all i'll say is <laughs> big surprise to see food what? <laughs> that was it. Hey, was, hey I, I'm. I spoilers. Yeah, uh, I wasn't gonna say anything. I wasn't gonna say any game names, but uh, I was a lot of surprises in your guys' list for sure. I just realized that neither of us even mentioned the others' respective number one in our top ten or honorable mentions. <laughs> or maybe I Joe did. did. I don't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, neither of our number ones were on either of our top 10 lists so that's yeah. interesting yeah i never i completely forgot i don't that, think that's ever happened before no but, but, uh, i'll go back and double check i'm gonna go back and we're both where both of them aren't i don't think that's happened before yeah. i think well, there's been like yeah anyway there's been games on like, obviously yeah but number one yeah number one being the only yeah i know what you're saying i'm gonna go back because mm-hmm. uh, not to spoil anything else but attached to a certain thing that might be happening i'm gonna go back and do some chronicling of uh the top tens of the year uh throughout the last uh 10 years and and see see try and do some uh, deep stats some advanced stats on uh, on your guys i do love stats yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go try and extract some stuff from that so yeah, I, 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 I love great lists again. Just a really good list. A lot of surprises. Yeah, Joe, yeah. your number one. I had not. I was. I for, had forgotten completely that that would be uh, anywhere, anywhere at Pretty all. Sure, actually. I told you like across the year like three times. But, you know, you certainly, <laughs> like, dude, you, you certainly did. This game, the best game of the year. It was like the top three, and I was like, what the hell is like what what game am I missing? And uh, yeah. and then like just before Jameson did his number one, I realized Jameson's number one just shortly before you did, and then that was also very good. To, to, anyway, yeah, good I stuff. I completely forgot about that game. Yeah, yet. that's uh, anyway, it was a really good listen. Great stuff. Uh, looking forward to watching the uh, the footage for it too. It's uh, should be a good one. So anyway, uh, without further ado, without Ben's further ado, top 10. I'll do my top ten here. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it's uh I put in a lot of work here at the end of the year to uh You did. To 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 yeah, to burn through the backlog. I just um I got in a groove of I I got out of the house and was able to to get through a lot of these uh, easier to play uh particularly narrative games uh remotely on a handheld device. So I was I was able to yeah, I was able to smoke them uh real fast. Um hmm. I'll be I'll be highlighting a few of those games uh, in my top ten and 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 then also in our awards section uh, that we'll be doing after uh, after my top ten. So um, yeah, we have our this I forget that this will be our fifth year I think for these awards. Is uh, damn really? Yeah, I think last year was number four. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the numbers. 
It's crazy. Um, yeah, eight, wow, five years. That sounds right. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did. Um, we did a Facebook thing in 2018. I remember making videos of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the snowflakes. So that would be five. This would be the fifth year yeah, then. Yeah, early the fifth annual. Yeah. Mm. Did um, Facebook birth the podcast? Yeah. No. Patreon. I think we had actually done it. We had done it, yeah, initially for Patreon, and then we rebranded it and rebooted it. Oh, that was so cute for... and ambitious that we thought that would be a selling point. Mm -hmm. That's very cute. Yeah. But yeah, the Facebook 2018 was like the start of the current numbered realm of uh, podcasts. I'm so glad the Patreon came up, because first of all, if you're listening to this and you subscribe, you're a patron of the Patreon, thank you so much. Uh, we love you. For we love you. Secondly, uh, I, did, I did ping the patrons to submit questions to ask us. Uh, just questions. I did, yeah. Uh, I might not get to those. We might not have time to get to those this episode, but I just wanted to know that I see you and I saw them, and we're going to cover those at some point. So keep sending those in. I'm gonna ping that link yeah, when cool. this goes up. But yeah, I just wanted to get. Uh, I wanted to get you know some community engagement. So if you're a patron, yeah. if you're a patron, you'll know where that link is. If you're not a patron and you want to ask us a question, fuck you. Oh, sorry. If you're if you're not if you're not a patron and you want to submit a question, consider going to patreon.com slash defend the house. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, I'm just and, and fuck and fuck yourself. But no, nah, please, nah, nah. no, please. Uh, th thank you for your support and uh, just regardless, thanks for listening. Uh, love you, long yeah. Time. Uh, so yeah, that was obviously joke joking. Obviously, it's in it's in his name. Uh, <sighs> Joe King. Wait. <laughs> I, 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 hmm. I don't like that one for a lot of reasons so my top 10 of the year top 10 of 2022 my number 10 uh game is tunic <laughs> which uh oh, yeah which is uh, a surprise yeah which you know uh, i <laughs> i heard someone recently explain it fairly fairly succinctly uh in regards to tunic was just uh i didn't really like playing tunic very much <laughs> Mm -hmm. But it's was that me. No, <laughs> and Jameson. Yeah, I, was that me? It was, it was Jameson. But yeah. uh, but there is so much in there to admire and, and enjoy, yeah. and there's a lot in there that I did enjoy. I liked. Uh, I I loved the sense of discovery, of course. The the obvious and not obvious puzzles and mechanics in the game are fascinating. The the knowledge drip through the. Uh, through the, the the game manual and using that as a mechanic was just fascinating, mm -hmm. um, and having a language in, inherently a language in the entire game that uh, is you're taught a language that's not necessarily indicated to you. Um, There's I, also literally a language. Exactly, <laughs> like that's the layers of language in this game are fascinating um, to think about. There's also a musical language. Mm -hmm. yeah called tunic oh my goodness gracious of course it is mm -hmm. um but so much to extract from this game and it i would i wouldn't say it necessarily meets you where you want to be met at i would say it's up to the player to to kind of to wade out and push to find those walls um I, at, at times i found this game quite opaque um Mm. But uh, over time, it it really did that. It, it became very clear and very crystallized to what the, the experience was. I really like the uh, the game manual in that game. I feel like in mine and Jameson's talk, I didn't emphasize how much I yeah. liked flicking through that manual. And I thought I was going to get like an irritated by the lack of being able to skip like to and from a page. You have to like manually swipe through. But I don't know. It didn't really bother me. It was really charming, and I think that was the best part of the game. Um, because it ties so deeply into another part of the game, which we won't spoil, which I really like. 
I want a physical copy of that manual. Yeah, mm. that'd be cool. And put it in my bookshelf of weird game memorabilia. Mm. Imagine if it had beside, uh, the, beside the mist book, hand, hand imprinted pen marks, like hand done pen mm-hmm. marks too. Like Ooh. if they stamped, yeah, yeah. stamped, press, press it. The only thing Tunic needed was an in-game ability to like scribble on the uh, the pad on the manual. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cool. That would to make your own notes in the game. Yeah. Or to be able to use the notes pa- like page. I enjoyed having yeah. my own physical notes. Yeah. I got up to th- yeah. I got up to 3 pages. I got uh, Oh my god. Oh, I've got I think I've got a Premiere Pro project. Yeah, I have, yeah, you guys yeah. you guys have files, like dot <laughs> dot files. Yeah. <laughs> I need to try and decipher my notes I have, at like, some point. 12 pages of notes. Yeah. <laughs> The last one was trying to decipher the language, which I'll come back to one day. And then I have a f- document with, yeah, a, a massive Photoshop file and a Premiere Pro editing file. <laughs> it's fun to have a game like that every year. You know what I mean? That you gotta, that you really have to put that. Down every, yeah, I wish we had one every year. Mm, has it not been like one a year? Would you say? No, no, God, no, no. good God, uh, not for me. Nah, mm. the only thing I can think of is like Outer Wilds and The Witness for like that philosophy yeah. of discovery and puzzle solving. Yeah, like 2021 and 2020, I don't really remember there being puzzle games in any capacity. Yeah, I guess I guess not. I, th- I think of it like, I guess I just, yeah, the games that come to mind are games I haven't necessarily played, like Oberdin, Disco Elysium, but those don't need, necessarily need notepads because a lot of it unfurls right in front of you. You have a lot of those tools. Mm-hmm. This, there's... Oberdin, I, I actually wish I had taken notes for Oberdin. I managed, it was fun doing it all in your head, but just like, channeling the detectiveness mm. to just like jot down notes would have been fun i will replay that game one day as well totally i might uh keep a little detective note back notebook mm. yeah i kind of want to get it I, I have it on steam i just gotta sit down and play it i gotta i just gotta sit down and play it it's it's yeah i'll get to it i'll get to it this uh this first quarter of the year i'll i'll, I'll burn that one for sure um nice. yeah tunic at number 10 uh <laughs> my Number nine, uh, game. Did you open the mountain? No, not yet. Mm, that's fine. That's fine. I need, uh, Joe hasn't either. Yeah, I just, I need one page. I need the last page that I need. Mm. And, uh, I'm halfway to getting that page. Mm, okay. So, uh, but I don't want to look anything up, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm at an impasse for now. Uh, but I might, I'll probably just end up looking stuff up later and, and then continuing but we'll see there's a couple puzzles i know the solution to that i gotta go back and get so i'm like yeah i'll, I'll get there mm-hmm. yeah my golden path if you wait now. too long you will forget everything you've ever known about that game. that is what I, that, was the, that was the first note i wrote when i came back to playing it this time because i had about four hours in when i came back to playing it just uh, a couple of weeks ago or whatever there uh yeah it does not respect <laughs> it does not respect your time it does not benefit yeah. having any previous knowledge trying to jump back into it like that so yeah. I've forgotten a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, Tunic at number 10. Number 9 is Norco. Um, ah, nice. Yeah, really. Really dug Norco. Um, quite, it felt a little self-serious in that first half, for sure, but mm-hmm. but kind of yeah. kind of takes on a really interesting, it takes on a really interesting story uh, overall. I, I, I was, I was quite, captivated by by what they were trying to say with <laughs> with this game and uh and, and some of the symbolism that goes on in that and that the second and third acts and how they pay those off i don't i don't think it lands the plane in that third act uh i will say that i think that ending's a little bit i don't know i don't i, I don't know 
But I, it's out there. It's something. I I think I think they were have, <laughs> at the risk of saying too much. I think they were having a really interesting conversation, and then I don't know. I th- and then I I don't know. And then some. I'm not even sure if I would say I understood what even happened. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, like, but I'm not sure if I care. Yeah, exactly. the The game, the game, is just it's just vile. Like it's yeah. it's a really it's really grimy and scuzzy and gross. And, it is, and but like inherently interesting and 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 you want to you want to learn a little bit more. And you're I'm always like I always found myself being like yeah okay like like yeah that makes sense yeah like, yeah like about every weird little quirk uh, about certain people and uh, yeah great great little game plays horrible on controller. <laughs> to like, mm, I imagine, yeah, yeah. Play it on mouse and keyboard if you can, or uh, I would love to see it come to like Netflix. I would love to see Netflix pick it up. Netflix, I feel like would would scoop that thing up and put it on. Uh, How would you play that game on Netflix? How do you play anything on Netflix? T- Don't you touch touch controls? Like they put Immortality on Netflix. Like you can play Immortality via touch controls now uh, on iOS and Android because of. Ah, uh, okay. Um, hmm. So yeah, I have only ever used Netflix like. Yeah, on my TV. So I'm just imagining like waving my yeah for real right? that has gyro sensor in it and being like, let me just eh, select this. Okay, there we go. Just sweating profusely playing North. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be like using the Wii, like a Wii motion stick or something to select dialogue. There would be somebody telling you you're not sweating enough if they're going. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I played Into the Breach via Netflix uh, uh, on my Android. Oh my God. That game is great. Yeah, that game rules. Huh. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I was just able to play it because I had a Netflix. Kentucky Route Zero's on there. Anyway, besides the point, um, Norco, really, really great tone piece. Uh, and mm-hmm. really contemporary <laughs> conversations happening in there as well. Uh, like, specifically centered around the setting. Like, they really had something... It, uh, they really... It felt like they knew what they were talking about, or at least had first or second-hand experience with what they were trying to say. Um, I'm walking around the greater subtext of the story here at the risk of spoiling kind of what I think the, the game is about. Um, but I can talk a little yeah. bit more specifically about that. But I, 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 maybe I'll just keep it vague, uh, especially just in case we come back to it or something. But um, yeah, cool game. Really thought it was a, a great game for 2022. Uh, and that's why it's my number nine. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, number, not perfect. Certainly does some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, but anyway. I'm trying to see if I can find out where that studio is based. I think they are in Bog. Yeah, I think they are from Louisiana. Yeah, they like, like that, they, might, that, they might they probably are in Norco. Yeah, like, that that oh, that story know. was told with such such inherent perspective that that mm-hmm. he, like that that they they had must have had some firsthand or very close experience. Yeah, they probably have to be from there, otherwise it would be borderline maybe satirical. And, yeah, especially with that first act, like where they are, are satirical like just discovering a dead body in a friggin' ditch and using that for a movie that's being filmed right there. <laughs> like, oh, there's yeah. another dead body. Let's use it for our movie. And like that, that kind of, uh, yeah, was deduced from that what you want. Uh, yeah, Norco number nine, number eight uh, is Tinykin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice man. Oh, man, Tinykin rocks there's like oh that should have got honorable mention from me fuck tinykin is dang near a perfect game like in my opinion that thing is so just condensed down and scrumptious like it's very focused on what it wants to do yeah they they had these ideas and they they used them with not only confidence but 
wh- where they should have been used. They weren't just like it's it's not just like you can use something anywhere. Using things in specific places matters, and they had a really good they had a really good vision behind that concept with Tinykin. Like I was just it re- like talk about a nostalgia trip. But the perfect mm-hmm. game to take me back to the to the N sixty four. Like I I could not believe how much it was invoking Banjo Kazooie for me. Um, just fantastic level design, great verticality. Love the swarm of Tinykins. Like yeah. they eventually, on like you eventually get different colors, and just the amount of them goes up and up and up with each level. And there's different levels, and all of them are like obviously the theme of a. Uh, of a house is is uh, I wouldn't say overplayed, but it's it's a safe bet. Um, but they they really nailed each room and and really packed those rooms full of nooks and crannies. And there's always yeah. a little something, always a little nugget around every corner. I I haven't found every nugget on every level. Like there's just uh, like just so much care and love poured into Tiny Kin that it just it bursts. It doesn't waste your time. Like no, like that's the best part about that game is the pace is rapid. Yeah, they give like whether you're sliding around on a bar of soap or, like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. they they or, or climb like the way they get the green tinykins to climb you up that almost act like a static jetpack like or a ladder like it's they really they make traver they speed up traversal anyway, game's unreal. Highly recommend. Big recommend. It's on Game Pass. It's like six yeah. hours long. No, no consequence for death. They want you to. They want you to play that game. They want you to have fun. Oh, good game. That was probably one of my like fondest memories of the year when it comes to randomly playing something without knowing much about it. Yeah, I think I like watched a skill up video and he just like mentioned it in the recommended section of one of his videos, and I can't remember why. I was, I think I maybe I finished a game while I was streaming, or something went wrong technically with something I was playing, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna click on Tiny Kin and see what it is. And then I played it for four hours straight that night. Oh my god! I just gosh. couldn't stop playing that game. Yeah, I played it at... I, I think I started it on the Odin, and then put it on the TV, because I was like... The plat, like the latency on the Odin, was like, playing it on the cloud was totally fine, but getting it on the mm. controller was, was really good for the, okay. the later levels. Um, but yeah, really... The game is comfy. Man. Very comfy. Yeah, mm. I want them to... I hope they make a sequel or some form of something more for that i hope they keep doing what they're doing with that type of content because there's a space for that psychonauts 2 i gotta go back to because i have a i have a penchant have an itch for this genre of and, and i think i might have just still been a little bit raw around psychonauts 2 but um yeah we'll uh we'll get there um is that tiny kid number eight number seven is vampire survivors <laughs> let's uh, go baby yeah vampire survivors I'm, I'm not, not much else to be said. I, I'm not as progressed uh, as as Joe uh, or or uh, certainly a lot of other folks out there. But um, yeah, Dawson's gone hard. Which yeah, he's gone he's deep. He's in there. Yeah, he's down them. He's he's. I really enjoyed watching him fall down the well. Like there's stages of Vampire Survivors where you're like, oh, this is a cute little casino game, mm-hmm. and then you fall like a level deeper. And I saw D- D- Dawson reach like level two like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then recently he came right down into the pits with me. <laughs> and it was very satisfying to watch him slowly digress into Vampire Survivor hell. Especially with how late he came back to the like. Especially with how late he came to the game, right? Like, it, yeah, it, it it had. I think it had him all over it from the start. So I was surprised he never really got it. Well, it's got. There's it's there's, for it, for me to say that this game couldn't be put in anyone's hand and played is impossible. Like the hmm. uh, that's that is hyperbolic. 
the input method uh, to say is extremely simplistic, um, particularly on mobile. Have you have you guys played the uh, mobile port? I have not. Have you guys, I have not. Uh, no. Guys, no? Uh, I hear it's fantastic on there too. Uh, but yeah, crazy game, visual casino galore. It just makes you feel a little bit better, uh, but maybe overall yeah. a little bit worse. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, some some mornings you don't have a lot of brain power. Maybe yeah. you have no brain power and you want some neuron activation. And Vampire Survivors is there for all those medical needs. I would say it was my second favorite one of those of the year. One of those? Yeah. Second favorite. My number, so number seven was Vampire Survivors. My number six mm. game of 2022 is Elden Ring. Mm. That old stinky ring. So... <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, but I, my my uh, journey through the lands between clocked in around 160 hours. Um, Damn, yeah, beastly. Yeah, uh, yeah, savored it. Uh, definitely yeah. had some had bumped up against a lot of bosses coming on the end there uh, in that that main run towards the uh, towards the proper end. But um, the, the <laughs> once again. The discourse about Elden Ring is, is really interesting. Uh, how it's going to be remembered, Jameson, that's something that really stuck with my with me after our talk uh, during the review roundup where we talked about it, is you were like, how will this game be remembered? Like, it'll be like, oh yeah, Elden, oh, yeah, Elden Ring was, like, mm-hmm. Elden Ring was great. And it's like, it was great, but like, I don't, rem- like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not re- revering my experience per se. It was an excellent mm-hmm. game. Uh, best... I think we were all quite similar in our fondness for it, where we all kind of liked it, but none of us were like in the upper echelon of those super hardcore fans who thought it was like the next coming of Jesus and Breath of the Wild two type status. Mm-hmm. It's certainly ext- it's extremely impressive. Um, a collection of technical achievements that just haven't really been put together like that yet, um, mm. on a scale that just took everybody by such surprise, myself included. Um, and, and there's a part of me that wishes I had had the, the lead up of, of, uh, FromSoft experience going into Elden Ring just to see it pay off in that way. But I'm okay that I didn't, uh, I still had a wonderful Ghost time. Ghost dude. Yeah. And I am, I am grateful it was Elden Ring because, uh, I think it is just an exceptional piece of interactive media that anybody mm-hmm. could engage with for better or for worse. Because everyone's odyssey was completely different. Um, mm. That's the beauty of, of the scale of that game is that like they introduce so many variables for path disruption that no one's experienced. Like the chances of someone having a a similar like a, a an identical experience as somebody else is just so so minuscule. Like everything is so bespoke about your experience with Elden Ring. It's remarkable that even with the imbalances, there is so much balance. There's for a few days in like the Discord and like discussing the adventures were some of the peaks I I would say. Oh, yeah. Just... I love the first week or so of a new from software game and talking to people about how they're doing it and where they've been. Yeah. Totally. Because it becomes a real video game in the back in the in like the last twenty percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a real slog. Yeah, and that's when I was like, yeah. nah, nah. I'd rather just like you did it though. Yeah, did it, got it, did it, became Elden Lord. I don't know when. I don't know. I tried a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I tried to go back, did a little new game plus, but I don't think I might just have to start completely over. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to. R- I would say Elden Ring, unlike 
Dark Souls, for whatever reason, isn't as strong of a replay. And maybe because discoverability is such a core fundamental of that game in comparison to a Dark Souls, which is more of a linear experience mm-hmm. with some like paths that split off in different directions. But yeah, I'd agree. I did the same New Game Plus and I made it to like Leonia and then I was, yeah, I just kind of bounced off. Mm-hmm. The randomizer has been very fun so far. That kind of adds a, a freshness that I think I needed. I'm very interested in randomizer for sure. Uh, I think I'll... It's cool, dude. I it's think, really cool. Yeah, I think I'll try to get to that at some point this year. If there was, like, a curated... If you could curate the randomizer a little bit... You can, man. Yeah. It's a full, like, piece of software, and there's, like, three pages of uh, checklists and boxes. You can change how harsh it is, how nice it is, and easygoing. I like that. You can make the Elden Souls... Uh, not the Elden Souls. The El... What are the main things called? The Great Runes. Yeah. Mm. You can change it so you need all seven of them to be like allowed into the city, or you can make it so you need zero wow. to be allowed into the city. Oh, hell yeah. And you, or you can make it so they can appear in 106 different boss encounters <laughs> so you have to check them all. Jesus. It's really, yeah, you can really curate and like change that thing. Mama. You can turn off scaling, so if you bump into Melania at Margit, she's just Melania with all her health. Right. But the way I'm playing it is it's like scaled, so... If cool. you find Melania at Margaret, it's got the same amount of health and damage that Margaret would have, which is cool. That's good. That makes sense, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's really well done. Man, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to that at some point this year. That's I suppose it. that sort of like, sort of like Bethesda. That's like the one benefit of From Software never updating their shitty technology is it allows like the modders are so familiar with it now that they <clears> can just crank something crazy yeah. out like this really quickly the mo- like the yeah. Mo- yeah it's so it is so modular the modifications like they're just, yeah they're just pull- yeah pull- which is cool yeah, yeah. Pull- i think that's a in. it's sort of like that's a good thing i wish that the tech would get changed but also the fact that modders can do so much mm-hmm. is yeah. it's uh, it's kind of worth the the sacrifice almost like I feel like that. I will say that about Starfield as well it's like this tech is so old but wow the modders wow 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 yeah true mm-hmm. yeah hmm that's cool. I didn't realize the randomizer was so extensive. That's, that's yeah. awesome. It's like a whole piece of software it comes with, basically. And the community always does uh, like repackages of uh, the games. Uh, yes, a big that's One's right. Convergence for Dark Souls 3, where they basically reshuffle everything, make fresh bosses and change locations and like re-scramble the way the game plays. They're like freshen up in a similar way a randomizer would, but more like community curated, mm. which mm. Uh, I think they already announced they're doing an Elden Ring one, which uh, should be interesting. I would love to experience more co-op as well. So like co-op yeah. randomizer. There is that co-op mod, right? Yeah. Well, there's just co-op. There's kind of like co-op in general, but yeah. And then there's that co-op mod. That's the seamless co-op. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be cool with a randomizer. I think that could be just, just oh, anus, yeah. right? So shit, uh, that would be cool, dude. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. Uh, you must cover randomizer. Yeah. So yeah, Elden Ring at number six. That's yeah. Tunic, Tunic number ten. Norco number nine. Tinykins at number eight. Number seven was Vampire Survivors. Number six is Elden Ring. Uh, mm. Number five, game of twenty twenty two is Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I still don't know what. No, the Dragon Ball Z event is what prompted me to download Fortnite. Uh, oh my god, these sentences. They got I know, right? They get, Goku got me, dude. They got me with they got me with Goku. And He uh, always gets you eventually, that Goku. Yeah, he Kamehameha right into my heart with that one. Dude. <laughs> he comes for us all. Jesus. Yeah, he, went, yeah, he went Super Saiyan. Uh it uh 
that that's honest to goodness when I was like the given play feels fantastic the, to get into matches is quick like the turnaround's fast and and I'm not being like I'm honestly not being screamed at to buy something which is like pretty decent too uh, and I just ended up kept I just kept going back and ended up putting a lot of hours into Fortnite uh, over the back half of the year a lot of fun that game is so good it feels so good. And now it looks insane. <laughs> this new lighting yeah, stuff is insane. And it's just... It's insane that everyone's seeing it in real time. Like, the pre... The pre-match, like, loading zone... Where, like, before you drop out of the bus... The place where everyone runs around now looks insane. Like, the map is, uh, is a flat disc, like, floating in, like, a plane of poor realities. So it's like, the way they're using color is just insane now. And like, anyway, I talked about this last time. Fortnite good... Fortnite's still there, and it's going to be the best one of these. It's going to be the best game that has everything in it. Like, everything else is going to feel, like, gross and oversold. But, like, when you see friggin... When you see Baby Yoda in Fortnite, you're like, yeah. <laughs> but if you see, like... If you see Baby Yoda in, like, god darn Genshin Impact, you're like, what the hell is happening? So... <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, so, I don't know. Fortnite, uh, it's, it's a wild space... I said it earlier in the year. It's it's the shopping mall of video games. Yeah, and it's 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 uh, it's a lot worse out there. I guess it's like, <laughs> like a, a smorgasbord of everything that I don't even know if it has its own identity anymore. It's more just like a corporate amalgamation of every IP ever in one hemorrhoid. It's just a giant <laughs> giant advertising yeah. platform. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, part of it. Yeah, a big part of it. I think there's like three different versions of Dwayne Johnson in there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's... Is one of them selling his energy drink? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they probably snuck a, a can of. Is two... Rampage the Gorilla in there? They did a whole season of Rampage. They put yet. his Jungle Cruise and Jumanji skins in there. <laughs> in, Holy in, fuck. In the Who's Who bundle. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No love for Rampage, Dan. Oh, golly. Uh, Is it Rampage, Rampage, the monkey movie? Yeah. Yeah, Ramp Rampage was good. Yeah. <laughs> That was supposed to be part Very of a universe. How many cinematic universes was Rock supposed to throw together here, dude? Because he's <laughs> like a, at least three. He's supposed to be the yeah. cinematic multiverse guy, I guess. He got the boot out of the. He's been booted out of Fast and Furious, DC, oh. Rampage failed, Black Adam failed. That's what I mean, DC. Yeah, there's right. probably another. There's at least three. Yeah, at least three cinematic fail cinematic universe failures. What was that sky? Was <laughs> I, I, I want to say what was that skyscraper? Was a standalone yeah. masterpiece. Oh yeah, <laughs> unrelated <laughs> to San Andreas. I saw that. There's, both movies pretty good. <laughs> both uh, skyscraper made like dumb money too. Like oh yeah, yeah. Skyscraper was so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah really yeah. dumb. Oh, I watched that. In, I watched that in L.A. and it was like this is where I would need to watch this. <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is where yeah. oh golly uh yeah fortnite <laughs> anyway yeah that seems that all seems odd topic fortnite at number five <laughs> yeah <laughs> talking about pop that's culture, how fortnite baby. conversations yeah. go talking yeah. About pop yeah. culture, baby. uh my number four game of the year is hyper demon uh oh damn yeah, yeah so this is where i said joe at number seven with uh, vampire survivors if you need that caffeine kick first oh. thing in the morning this is the best game to feel like your brain yeah. has been launched off this planet, like it's on my backlog for sure. This, th yeah, yeah. Where where you guys went Hades with Neon White, I went Risk of Rain two with Hyper Demon, and mm. like this this game is like it's so distilled down to FPX FPS maximalism. Like 
it requires so much forward thinking. You have to know what you're going to do three steps. Like, it's it's crazy what mm. they want you to do and what they expect you to do and how it challenges you consistently every time you try to play this game. Like, you... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the Hyper Demon Steam page yeah? reviews are killing. Uh, they're killing. I'll read a couple in a <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So it's like, that game, like... It's it is perfect. It's just it's it's so pared down. It it is exactly what it is. It it's like what a what a beautiful successor to Devil Daggers. Like mm. excellent sequel to that game, and uh, and uh, highly recommended for everyone. Do, it does the Steam leaderboards thing with your friends like Neon White does. So like I want to get Neon White so I can smoke you fools. But like I hope you guys get Hyper Demon so you can, <laughs> good luck. so you guys can yeah, stay so you guys can prop my number one ranking up. Uh, amongst more corpses and, yeah. car- and carcasses. Yeah, but, I do. Lo- I will. I will definitely play Hyper Demon at some point mm-hmm. soon. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. When the mood strikes and it's like late at night, like get right up close and just turn your headphones all the way up. Because I, I, I tried. I went for that experience one time. I turned my, I jacked my headphones all the way up and pulled my monitor a little bit closer, and it was just like I got my high score. I got my highest score playing mm-hmm. it that way, and it was just like I felt like I was in the computer. It was insane. Yeah. Cool game. Let me just read a couple of Yeah, little... please. These are all one-sentence reviews. Perfect. I see pretty color I see pretty colors when I close my eyes after playing this. <laughs> <Check it out. laughs> yeah. That's my that. vampire survivors review. Yeah. If they reincarnate me as a spider, I am now ready to do a great job. <laughs> Yeah, okay. A deceptively strong argument for biomechanically modifying humans to have 360 degree vision. Yeah. Hmm. Fair. Activates my fight or flight response. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's the whole review. Yep. I'm like Doom Guy, but instead of demons, it's my Benadryl psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> this would kill an 18th century peasant. <laughs> <laughs> I think all those are accurate. It probably would, yeah. That's my favorite. That one's so good. Uh, yeah, I, I look forward to playing it for sure. Yeah. It, it looks <laughs> like a nightmare. <laughs> Fascinating. What what would they think if they saw shit like that? Oh, I know. I I think about that sometimes. Just like, what would someone from fifty, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred years ago think about video games? Like, it would just, it would just. There were so many layers that you'd have to explain to them to even yeah. begin to like. What is a screen? Yeah. And then you just like here's this entire like if you showed them Horizon Forbidden West, yeah. like what would. What would you just be like, huh? Be like, what is this portal where to is another? This? Where and yeah. when is this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. What's ha- it's just so hard to wrap your head around. What they would just kill you for sure. They buried oh, the yeah, United definitely. States. Yeah. Where is this? <laughs> Showing them Hyper Demon would be like committing a crime yeah, you, for yeah, sure. If you showed them technology along with Hyper Demon, they would be like, the aliens have been here. <laughs> and they took yeah, over. The aliens. This guy is an <laughs> alien. Be burned, for sure. yeah. Burn him at the stake. Game owns. Game, like, uh, game shreds. Game melts. Game every destructive adjective you can think of. Hyper Demon is it. Simultaneously. Good game. <sighs> My number three game of the year is God of War Ragnarok. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, is know, your number one God of War 2018? <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a, oh, yeah, that's that's a yeah. That's a thinker. That's a good goddamn game. That 2018. We haven't talked about Ragnarok yet with Ben. No, we no, haven't. We have not. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about. Did we even talk about God of War 2018? We have not talked did. about God of War. Yeah, no, we didn't. I, did. I was like a little bit into it then, but then. Or, I, really? Okay. I think I was playing it a little maybe. bit last time we talked. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, November November eighth. We'll sneak in some God of War time ahead of Ragnarok's release. Yeah, we must. You must have talked a little bit about it, yeah, but maybe yeah. you hadn't finished it. I don't know. Anyways, uh, like, huh. I, I love a lot of parts of the game. Uh, like everyone does. I thought the okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna boil it down. I thought the combat in God of War Ragnarok was better than 2018's. By the end <laughs> of it, at the start, it was pretty grating. Having to get used to. I don't. I did not benefit going from right from 2018 to Ragnarok at all. Yeah. Got to start there. Hmm. Did not benefit at all. 2018. Okay. 2018 is incredible. 2018 is so good, and I was like dripping with strength and power at the end of that game, and so like yeah, yeah have, having to hit having to come out of the washer and dryer at the start of Ragnarok was interesting. Yeah, was not. I would, yeah, I'd say the opposite actually. I liked going into Ragnarok all warmed up. Mm. It made things click way quicker for me with a combat i'd say i think it speaks to there being something or many small things that are different with ragnarok that all three of us have a different opinion mm. <laughs> on the sort of journey through the combat and that like it, yeah. joe was perfectly warmed up ben was bamboozled and i was like felt like i was playing like a fucking idiot the entire game and it's yeah uh interesting I'm like I'm trying to I I, I think I've, I've I've nitpicked a lot about what I like and don't like about this game and I'm trying to like I I think more than anything I'm just find myself confused by a lot of the decisions being made here um like a lot a, a lot of the environments are fun and cool and thought out but then I don't think they were I don't know they just I find they go backwards compared to what 2018 was trying to do. But then I think... It, I understand what you mean. Yeah, like, like the way that they really segment off, this is almost going to be the narrative section of the environment, and then this is yeah. not the narrative section of the environment. It, it serves a purpose and was able to accomplish a lot of fun side uh, narrative set pieces, or, or not even narrative set pieces, just like set pieces. Uh, yeah, yeah. On the peripheral, peripheral, sorry. Peripheral set pieces. Um, which were, which, in my opinion, were well executed across the locations in this game, uh, except for Helheim. But uh, I thought uh, I just I found this game so so helpful in this the worst ways. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's overspoke, obviously, in some regards. But the game just the game really wants you to succeed amongst so much peril. Uh, and it's just, it, it does, it does muddy the already muddy narrative of it all. Um, it's just so fascinating. It's just such an interesting game. The reason why it's number three is because I continue to reflect upon it with great fondness. And I can't, yeah, I cannot I specifically describe why that is. But when I think about God of War Ragnarok, I'm like, damn, you know, like, I'm just warm on it. I'm really warm on it. It feels good. Loved, like, loved chilling with Kratos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, lo lo loved hanging out yeah. with uh, with Kratos and going on that, going on all those journeys. And, and at the end of the day, I was glad I did. Like, uh, there's just, there's things in this game that, that are, uh, stunted or stretched in just, and yeah, in those weird one and a half ways where it's like, what, like, did you just need another game or was there not enough time? Like which one was mm -hmm. it? I, I would just like to know a little more. It sort of feels like they had too much for one game, but not enough for two, you know? Yeah, totally. Two games. Mm, yeah. Like they couldn't do a third game, but also doing it all in one game 
isn't wasn't quite enough or they needed to make their one game an extra 20 hours longer and Ugh, that no. wasn't feasible and no one wants i don't know yeah i know what you mean though it's just mm -hmm. like yeah it's gonna be weird when the third one is still the third one though to me like it's still the next one's still gonna be the third one and it's mm. It's... I have no... That's the weirdest part, honestly, to me about that end of that game. Is like, I have no idea what the next God of War game is. Or if I want it. <laughs> it's like, what is you it going to be? You want like... it. What I find challenging to understand, it, from a business perspective, minor spoilers here, is how Sony operates two first-party franchises with bow-wielding protagonists. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Because I, I do think they're going to do some sort of Atreus spin off thing. Oh, no, really? If you make it a Lost Legacy 100%. style, like, sure. Like, 100%. <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, I think PS5 they're. only? Oh, yeah. I think they're starting the ramp to be like, we have another new IP basically here. No. With like, we have Kratos God of War and Atreus God of War. Oh, and these no, are like two separate Atreus entities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I that's what I suspect. They're you got your female up. Thor, like spoilers. Yeah, you have like the Zoomer God of War and the Boomer. Oh God yeah, of War. I hate the Zoomer. Well, the thing is, maybe if they're set up ten years in the future when they're not kids anymore, maybe it would be. Yeah, that would be. Palatable. That would be. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Full I don't know. It's Loki mischievous mode. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird how nebulous the future of God of War is because you know they're going to make like many more games, mm -hmm. uh -huh. but like, what does that even look like? I don't know. Because the next one, it's got, like, they got, it's gotta be, right? Like, it's just gotta be? Gotta. It's gotta be a third gotta one? Exist? Or no, like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Atreus. And like, well, they're not gonna do, like, another Norse thing. No, no. I think they tapped out with the Norse setting, like, five hours into God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as we went back to the fucking Alfheim area again, it was like, oh my god, are you kidding? Like, mm. we're just, this is the entire yeah. world. There's these, like, four little zones. Uh, Going back to Alfheim, I was certainly like, are we really gonna do the second pass at every spot? Like, yeah. Like, yeah we I mean, really are. Kind of. And I ended up, guess what? Personally, just ended up doing a third one just for fun. Because I had, <laughs> I, cause I had to. Like, I just... Oh, golly. Yeah, the future of God of War is fascinating. I do, yeah. but I can't see any world where it isn't the most popular format of open world games that is going on at the time. No matter what, no matter where it's set, no matter what it's about, it will be like the most cookie cutter successful AAA thing that is happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Ragnarok felt yeah. like the most AAA AI created thing mm -hmm. that I've ever played. Yeah, which sounds maybe too more insulting than I intend it to. But it, it is now like the king of AAA, mm, even though yeah. I think its production value is lower than Horizon. Ragnarok felt more marketable than mm -hmm. Horizon. Yes. So yeah, it's like trying to get excited about another Avengers movie. It's like, oh, I'm sure it's gonna be fun, but it's still made to please everyone in the world. So I don't imagine anything inspiring from it. Yeah, that definitely that's definitely what bled through the most with this one. I like. It, the the parallel is almost satirical, like how quippy it was becoming in the back half. It, mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, it, it, the parallels are just remarkable. Uh, yeah. The way they, yeah, the way they executed the ensemble act third or third act, and yeah, it's just, it's just still very fun. Still, uh. yeah, and looked great. Looked really yeah, looked good. Yeah, great.
Yeah. Super fun game, good boss fights. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my number three game of the year. I liked it a lot more than. <laughs> yeah, this is the conversation me other... and Jameson have had like three times now, where we're like, yeah. "This is one of our top games of the year. Fuck. Let's make fun of it for, for love... twenty minutes." Man, like, yeah, good game. It's interesting it's to hear you game. like thinking back warmly on it because, like, just every time I think back on the game, I'm just like, it just gets colder for me. Honestly, sure. <laughs> uh, like, it's I was struggling to remember positive boss fights and then i was looking at the god of war list and i was like oh oh right oh yeah there are a bunch of awesome fights here but like they're all everything good in that from that game is just like slipping out of my brain mm-hmm. the further yeah. i get away from it which is not a good sign so they, uh, they did such a outstanding job of making everything you're not supposed to care about on the outside of the things that are going on like they put everything they put all the fun side questy memorable stuff on the outside and then crown jeweled the great boss fights in like that dense narrative stuff so it's like it was just you got you got what you want. You got satisfied over there, and then got your cool right, boss fights right, yeah. over there. But you're not really remembering the but, good times you had over there. And mm-hmm. It's just a weird. It's just a weird gosh darn game. It's just a weird gosh darn game. But I did like it a lot. <laughs> I did like it a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Oh golly! Like it's like one of our top tens. Yeah, the curation of it is what puts it over like an Elden Ring. Like having a bit more direction is what it is like. Is what I'd I'd like to bet that open world a little bit more than a wide open sprawling uh, lands between. Just for yeah, me it's and still my... like a relatively small game compared to something like uh, Elden Ring or Certainly. even Horizon. Totally, like, it's you know if you're not hundred percenting that game, you can get through and be pretty thorough in like thirty hours, which by modern standards is not that crazy. Mm-hmm. No, I played it on hard, which is probably what added the extra ah. ten hours or so. Um, but yeah, that uh, God of War Ragnarok number three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Best game of the year. Yeah, my my number two game of twenty twenty two is Marvel Snap. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Here we go. Oh man, uh, not People much. Love this game. Yeah, not much to say about Marvel Snap, just because uh, I know you guys aren't really into it, but um, just uh, yeah, it's it's quick, it's snappy, it's concise, it's always there, it's so much fun. You're always playing against other people, so it's just it's always fun all the time. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really have much else to say on Marvel Snap. Go try it if you like car combat games. It's like it's six turns max. Like games are two minutes, and it's the monetization is getting worse, but uh, you still don't really have to. You don't have to. You don't have to buy cards. So yet. Yeah, there are, they do put cards in the battle pass that eventually become like possible to get through drops, but um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not bellied up on it yet, uh, but I, yeah, I'm having so much fun with that game. I'm, I'm, I have so much time in that game. I don't, I, yeah, I can't even check. I'm, I have a new cell phone now, so I can't even, can't even, can't even parse how the, the dozens of hours I've spent playing Marvel Snap. But uh, that's real. It's just so much fun. Really well made. Really, really fun. Like that game. Good game. Marvel Snap. Fair, dude. Fair. Uh, yeah. So <gasps> my number. Yeah, number 10, Tunic. Number 9, Norco. Number 8, Tinykin. Number 7 was Vampire Survivors. Elden Ring at number 6. Fortnite, number 5. I think I know what this is. (laughs) Hyper Demon at number 4. God of War Ragnarok at number 3. Number 2 is Marvel Snap. And uh, my game of the year for 2022 is Pentiment. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Shit, I forgot about Pentiment. Yeah, Pentiment is far and away the game I've, I've come away thinking about the most. Since I've beaten it, and uh, it's a game I think about a lot more than a lot of things. Um, 
The way that game was able to uh, spurn uh, introspection in ways I hadn't considered was just uh, just outstanding. Uh, mm-hmm. It uh, it did a fantastic job of asking me about my relationship with faith and and what it was like, how it influences even benign decision making. Uh, in my day-to-day life, whether I'm aware of it or not, um, d- d- does an exceptional job asking you how you preserve memory and how you how you remember memory and mm. and 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 just how 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 you choose to influence the greater good and and what your concept of that is and how that impacts a society is just. Yeah. There's so many there's so many threads going on in Pentiment and and all of them just had me asking so many fantastic questions and being presented with so many interesting circumstances, particularly in regards to the protagonist Andreas, like just just some just some great character play, uh, that really elicited honest, um and just raw decision making from me. Um I thought that game was the game made me think, like, what if all of our history is made up? Could it could oh, be? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <It's>... yeah. <laughs> what if none of it's true? So much of the modern world is based on just, like, these guys wrote it down in the 1500s, so it must yeah. be true, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. this, no. <laughs> this, this game is, is about, yeah. certainly about the idea of preservation, uh, self-preservation, <laughs> and the, the preservation of, 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 of virtue... And, and culture, it's it's the intangible and, yeah. and how we remember that and present that. And the game just resonated with me so deeply, um, despite being at times um, a little bit grating to play as a video game, um, what they were doing with, mm-hmm. with narrative, um, just outstanding. Some really powerful moments, I think, following up. There's a, there's a scene in Act 2 at the... No, no. No spoilers, before. please. But there's a scene in Act 2, uh, just... Um, at an inn where, where somebody sings and that like that it was a great apex mm. of, 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 of tension that I thought really paid off beautifully. And there, there's a lot of those moments you, you, they do the, the, the beautiful magic trick of, of, of being a visitor in, in Tassing is, is that you are introduced to everybody in, in an endearing way. And then are asked like asked very quickly, uh, <laughs> some very personal questions and then how that uh, meshes with everybody in that small community, and it, it really you become acclimated so quickly, and and being a member of that community becomes easy because you you literally break bread with these people. It's just just yeah yeah it's a big theme of it. It's a game about people, and and it's just yeah a, a certain community. community yeah, and and I there's a lot of good awkward oh, dinner talks yeah, a lot, in that game. Yeah, you can you can learn a lot from what's being said and not said at dinners for sure in that game. Yeah. And it like does a good job of covering the spectrum of people in a political or mm-hmm. religious strife and like every single spectrum of the scale from the rich to the poor to the middle class they, and all that stuff. It's just a good representation and like tiny chunk of humanity, mm-hmm. but with more mm-hmm. focuses than that. It's it's I felt bad because after me and Jameson did our top 10, spoilers, I didn't even put it in my honorable mentions. I just forgot about it. I felt really bad. Mm, Yeah, I was sort of surprised. I meant to (laughs) ask about it as well. Yeah, I I, I meant to bring it up when we were talking about tuning. 
because I think me and Jameson went mm -hmm. on a little tangent of me being maybe not as forgiving when a game mm -hmm. isn't a fun game. Even though at the end of Pentiment, I actually did get a lot from it, and I think it brings it all together like mm. in a really clever way. I just have to like really enjoy my time playing the game mm -hmm. the whole way through. And I said to Ben a couple of times, I won't pinpoint specific moments, but there were low points for me in Pentiment. There is a lot of slow, um, mundane and boring mm -hmm. things. Uh, and like I said to Ben in the Discord, all of that actually does come together to pay off towards certain things the game mm. is trying to do. But it doesn't mean that it's fun, and I respect that they mm. didn't care. They definitely oh. didn't care about making this a wild, fun, swashbuckling adventure. And I think they successfully achieved what they were trying to achieve with this game. Uh, it's very unique, and the people like Ben who click with it are going to absolutely fall for this game. Because it's, like, it's unwavering in what it wants to do. Um, I'm just definitely not the target mm. audience and yeah i would just say i respected the game more than maybe i enjoyed playing mm -hmm. it at i would times. say certainly to your point like they do do a great job of, of casting out like like building characters to react to to obviously uh time irrelevant or relevant situations um and and how people like how people now were just having those characters to react how characters would how people would react they did a great job of, of mm -hmm. making sure everyone had their place um, throughout all three acts of the game. I just... Yeah, I, I... I just... I think that game is fantastic. I, I totally get how it... It's it's not it's not very fun to play, no. But it's... Uh, boy, howdy. They, uh, they, they, they... They just... They nailed it. They... I think about the intention, and I just... I really feel like they... they I really feel mm -hmm. like they, they got what they intended to get out of the player with what they constructed here. Like... I can't even, like, like after playing it, I'm like, they knew, like, they knew what they wanted to ask, but I can't even begin conceptualizing how you land on like 14th or 16th century French artist uh, working his way through Western Europe or Southern Europe, and it's just like how you land there. But I guess you're just you're landing at the inception of memorializing history, like you're you're really choosing the apex of it all. So it's that is truly a time and transition. Which is, of course, a theme in the game as well. Just yeah, yeah. Just dripping, really yeah, dripping game. in themes. Just oh, just unbelievable game. Had like emotional many times throughout that game. Uh, just yeah, just really powerful stuff for me, and and that's what makes Pentiment my twenty twenty two game of the year. Damn, game of the year. That's I'm cool. gonna go to yeah. mention it somewhere. I look for forward sure, to for playing sure. it very it's, much. Yeah, it's you know it's a time thing and. Once it got its hooks in me, once that first inciting event happened, I was, I I, I was kind of pretty much yeah. in at that point. I was, I needed to know what happened. So, see that that's the thing. Like I I said that maybe I wasn't having like the best time playing it, but I also kind of struggled to stop playing it as well, just because I wanted to see where mm -hmm. it was going to go. And even in its low points, it's comfy, mm -hmm. weirdly, just to like be in Tassing and have a few conversations with people about their life. It's a strange thing, and yeah, it's very unique. There's really nothing else like it. Especially made by like a big Microsoft studio. It's kind of crazy. Is there any music in that game? Yeah, yeah, there, I think so. eventually. Okay. It's uh, but there there are songs for sure. Um, but yeah, like music per se, I think is scarce. Mm, yeah. <sighs> I was just sort of struck by how like extremely quiet. It's a lot of feather quills. It is a lot of quills. Yeah, it just goes for that yeah. immersion. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it makes sense. Makes sense. I suppose something like The Witcher Three, Across where there's the just like it's just ambient music playing, like literally, 
every second of that game. And it's, you know, just different approaches mm-hmm. for setting a mood. Yeah. So I was just sort of surprised because a lot of like historical games, are, they, they put a big emphasis on music, right, mm-hmm. to sort of set the tone. But it was interesting to see them have almost none, which makes sense because like there's not going to be there's not a fucking band <laughs> yeah, in the no. scriptorium playing for yeah. them, you know, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, It'd be funny in, if there yeah. was. You don't even notice it when you're playing the game. Once you're in, mm-hmm. it doesn't even occur to you, honestly. Well, yeah, once you, there I guess once you get something hypnotic about yeah. hearing the quill scratch against the parchment. There must be something about that that really just draws yeah. you in a little bit deeper. Yeah, but, uh, I'm almost glad to like get that off my chest because I was like, I knew, I knew I loved Pentiment after I finished it, and it's just like I was waiting to, I just, I've just been waiting to talk to to, to express that. Like, uh, my my wife's put up with it long enough. <laughs> she. Uh, she, she, yeah. she's put up with she's a like, lot of things asked, long enough. she's asked like mutual Damn. people who know she's like has Ben talked to you about Pentiment yet <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> but uh, anyway yeah so that's it that's... now you've cemented yeah, it forever Ben the greatest honor Pentiment you can bestow on a game Josh Sawyer like, I know yeah. you're listening and you're welcome we know you're there Josh <laughs> we know you're there Josh mm-hmm. he's always there technically um, good job Ben good lad Obsidian is the most awarded developer of the year for us because joe wow. put grounded spoilers and you gave pentamine your number one so that's two Crazy. two different games from them that's yeah. you know yeah. that's impressive it's not bad after we shit on outer worlds you know yeah all yeah. three of us that's a it's a cool studio yeah they're they're doing good stuff there i'll never play new vegas uh because it's a fallout game and i don't want to i don't want to play that mm-hmm. i would play like a new vegas like game you know with good writing and weird yeah. rpg stuff but yeah. uh, it certainly keeps my uh ears attuned to whatever obsidian is doing next it makes me interested i wonder what uh oh yeah. see what a value yeah. is like uh, but yeah mm-hmm. hmm, yeah i'm less excited about that because in my brain i just imagine outer worlds but with a sword <laughs> but with <laughs> skyrim yeah 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 yeah, I'll be curious what Avowed is, and I'll be curious what Outer Worlds 2 is, because, like, Outer Worlds 1 was done with a small budget, and Outer Worlds 2 is a Microsoft-funded exclusive first-party project. Money doesn't mean shit. No, I'm not saying it does, as we've seen repeatedly from Microsoft themselves. They <laughs> yeah. spend a lot of money and produce literal garbage, but yeah. I, I, I'm more inter- you know, I'm certainly yeah, curious nothing, to see yeah. where they go with both nothing, of those games. Nothing wrong with being yeah. open-minded. Yeah. I'm just being close right now. <laughs> yeah. Starfield, go eBay. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's going to be interesting. interesting. Sure, yeah. 2023 as a, a whole is going to be pretty interesting for game releases. Yeah, I think. Right, there's, so. there's a lot. There's a lot coming. I mean, there's a lot out in the next like three weeks, which is crazy. But then just like the rest of the year in general. Which game is not making it to 2023? Starfield. Ooh. Good pick. <laughs> it's a good pick. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good pick I think as that well. I think that being spring yeah. twenty four would not surprise what else me at is all. On the list? I don't know. I'm just opening up vi- twenty twenty three in video games on Wikipedia. Oh my I god, re- Wikipedia has been like shrunken. Yeah, they changed. The it. I reckon Tears of the Kingdom gets a delay. It feels right. Tears of the Kingdom. That feels right. Yeah, I think I that's think gonna stick. Yeah. I reckon that doesn't run on the Switch properly, and they delay it. They're upping Switch production this year. <laughs> I think. Yeah. They're, they want to sell They're more to switch switches. for at least yeah. another twelve Dude, months. That game's yeah. gonna make me sick. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's <laughs> not enough like locked in in the long run. Like anything that's scheduled for the first half of this year, like at worst, it gets delayed to the second half of the year. But I'm not sure what big things are supposed to come out this year that are just like, no, come on. 
Dead Island 2 gets delayed to 2025. <laughs> Skull and Bones, baby. Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I think I think I wouldn't be surprised if Starfield ship like slips further into the into being a fall game at this point. I, but it must maybe be. maybe not. Who knows? The rumors were that it was supposed to come out before Redfall, and Redfall has been like rumored to be May. So Yeah, Redfall is May. I yeah. Um yeah, you it's think Starfield Bethesda. In April? Yeah. It's Bethesda. I mean, come on. I can't believe they they announced a 2021 date a year and a half early and then still didn't hit that date. Like, why yeah. bother? It's so stupid. Six stop uh, baby. I respect the uh, the sort of like approach that someone like Sony or some of the other studios are taking. Which is like, we're not going to tell you what our date is until like four months beforehand because mm-hmm. we're we know the date is solid when we finally announce it. Yeah. Which is what I would say about Breath of the Wild Two. I would say they have spent six years making that, and it's like okay. They finally put a date on it. It's probably going to stick. That's what I would expect. Wish but also, I really don't give a shit. Tachia is going to sweep, boys. 2023. Tachia sweep. Tachia sweep. 2023. That game is cute. That does look good. Yeah. I was going to say, unfortunately, I suspect two things. One, on the subject of delays still, I would be surprised if Stalker 2 comes out this year. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be out last April, and then it was December, and now it's just nebulously this year. But that's purely yeah. What's what's keeping them, man? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm gonna say. Like that's it's an unfortunate thing that's probably no. delaying that, that was indefinitely. Ob- yeah, yeah. Just for con- just to clarify, it's obviously a joke. We understand what's happening, and they can take yeah. as long as they need. 100%. Yeah, of course. And then the other thing I was gonna say is, I actually suspect a lot of these games are gonna make it this year because. Uh, they these companies need money, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they need to ship a video game. Like I was just looking at uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. It's out in May. We still haven't seen fucking shit from mm-hmm. that game. Except that but, as a battle pass. Woo! Uh, yeah. But like Rocksteady hasn't shipped a game in eight years, so like they have to put that game out. That like yeah, before that the end of money can't be going that far. No, yeah, like they need to. They need to ship a game. Say like, and I feel like that's the case with a lot of these games. Is it going to be like Diablo Four? It's like it'll probably be fine, maybe. But also, Blizzard hasn't shipped a major, big selling product in years, so they they have. Do to, they just they milk to microtransactions and other stuff? I don't really know. I mean, but... Activision Blizzard is you know a little a little different, but no, I'm talking about cause... like World of Warcraft expansions oh. and, well, and also of the storm packs and Call of Duty. And... I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm talking about Blizzard, Blizzard, not well. Activision. Blizzard and Activision are the same company. I know they're I know, all. But I'm just yeah. talking about actual Blizzard. Yeah, just like well, I mean, but like, branch. yeah, but like Suicide Squad, Tears of the Kingdom, things like that. I'm just like. These games are just going to come out regardless. Even like they got to ship this year because they're like, there's no way, there's no way that these companies can keep going this many years without shipping a major release to get the money coming in again. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Suspect there'll be some messy, messy game releases this year. Not cool. surprising. Not not a bold, not a bold prediction, of course. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll not a lot came out clean. last year. And I think a lot will come out this year that probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that... Like Starfield. I think that Atomic Heart's going to be pretty Atomic Fart, dude. Starfield should never come out. <laughs> that game's never going to be ready. I mean, yeah. I can't wait for Starfield to come out because it's going to be hilarious. Atomic Heart is a weird, crazy Eastern Bloc game that no one but like me and Joe should play. <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be a mess, of course, but like that's part of 
the appeal to I me, think it'd be at least. Fine, because no one's really expecting much. Mm. Oh, I, I don't say, know. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I'm expecting whatever you would call the Callisto Protocol. You know, that like on rails, just attack enemies down a corridor type game with a bit. Of I'm spectacle. expecting like a Metro 20, 2033 thing in that, or like in that vibe of just like the oh. late 2000s weird Russian first person shooters of like, I don't know if this game's good. And 2033 is like too fair of a comparison because that game is good, but like. There were a lot of weird-ass games that came out in the late 2000s from Russia that yeah. were, like, first-person shooters that are like, this is cool. This game is actually cool, but it's also jank as fuck. And I predict the game is, like, three and a half hours long as well. Yeah, prediction. I don't know. Who knows? I don't really have okay. any stakes in it, but um, I, look forward to, I, I look forward to seeing what Atomic Heart is and how it turned out. Sure. Same with Starfield. Yeah. <sighs> well... Without further ado, it's time for our end of the year award section. Uh, All right. In case you, okay. uh, in case this is your first year joining us, folks, uh, this is uh, we have some static categories. I wouldn't actually say static. I would say rollover categories that have made the cut year over year. Um, I'm not going to go over those now. We'll just go over the categories as we go through them. Um, but we have two, four, six, eight. 10, 11 categories uh, this year by my count. Might be wrong based on your guys' One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Thank goodness. Yeah, you're right. I was worried. Thank goodness. Because that would have been awkward. All right. I wrote a bunch of like... So awkward. I wrote names of games down, yeah. but I haven't decided a winner, so I'm going to be deciding of the winner as yeah. it comes to me each time. I feel like that's exactly <laughs> what you did last year. I did the same thing I did. No, never. I feel like that's what I, I did what I did last year, which is I have uh, runners-up, and then I will conclude my statement with my winner of the category. Um, yeah, I got okay. runners-up. Yeah. So uh, we'll go alphabetical for each category. I don't mind going first to get the ball rolling. Uh, best. Oh, oh. oh or sure. DJ. Oh, no. J please. Please. No, 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 no. I wasn't sure. No, 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 alphabetical, like, uh, through the awards Jesus list? Christ, or Jameson. Just go. Just go, Ben. No. Best meh game. A uh, little clarification here is that this is the best meh game, not the best meh game. <laughs> very clear distinction. Or not most meh, because yes. most would be very yeah, different. This is the best yeah. meh game. Uh, and The most meh game that we love. Yeah. Uh, I have three runners-up. Uh, three, uh, yeah, three runners-up for this category. Wait, wait, wait. That, okay, well, Joe's definition is different from mine. That doesn't matter. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> uh, my three runners up for the category are, are as follows. Uh, Warhammer 40k Darktide. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good one, yeah. TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Oh, you give that math or people like that it's game. A, it's, a good it. it's a good math game, which is why I'm highlighting it here. Beat him up for a bit, yeah. And my... Uh, my best mag game was Rogue Legacy 2. Oh. I'm surprised Ooh, you're going to get in that trouble for cooling that yeah. mag with some people. That game is pretty mag. That game is extremely mag right there. It's really Ooh, good at trouble. it. It's really good at it. It's really good at it, though. <laughs> Damn, they're going to get in trouble for that one. People love that game. You guys can uh, hit me in the inbox. Uh, who wants to go? Uh, Jameson, that'll be you next, I think. Okay. Uh, my definition of this category is it's a good game or that I feel meh mm. on uh, as opposed to, um, well, I don't know. Maybe it's also a mediocre game. Yeah, Anyways, here's a runner up Proteus. Mm. Oh yeah. I think that works both ways. Yeah. yeah. 
here's another runner-up, Stray. Mm, yeah, yeah, and this is working. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna work here's so my far. spicy ass winner, God of War oh, Ragnarok. Yeah. For real, that's good. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a re- that fits. I feel mad about it, and I think it is kind of mad, but it is also best. Mm, so right. yeah, I it's think very all three good. Of those work for both definitions, honestly. I love it. I have three runners-up. Okay. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Dying Light 2. Yeah. Yes. That game was meh, but I do have an affinity for that weird zombie parkour format. Mm. I just really like those games. But yeah, it was meh. Totally. Encroaching on maybe bad. Mm, uh, talking about yeah. encroaching on bad, the Callisto Protocol mm, is on my list. Tasty. Maybe maybe <laughs> the most meh of all of the games on my list. Yes. In this category. <laughs> uh, it's a miracle it's on here, probably because I played it post-patch. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I read those man. patch notes today, Jameson. Holy was, fuck, dude. Yeah, it was kind of... I didn't want to laugh out loud, but I almost did, because I was like, holy shit. I almost shit, fell out of my chair last game. night when I... Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Because I've been saying for a month, like, I wonder... I think they patched this. I think they patched that. Yeah. Well, seeing it written out is... I was. It was shocking. It was <laughs> every, shocking time I, every line, I was like, ooh, that would have been rough. Ooh. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it really puts into perspective my experience versus yours. Uh, but that patch came so quickly as well. It was such I a know, radical was, overhaul. It was, I think, a week. week? Yeah, Yeah. I think the game launched on, like, the 9th, and that was on the 15th, so, like, not even a week. Maybe they just didn't test that game, because if they can do that Uh, in a week, then didn't they make that game of a year? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Another runner-up is Cult (laughs) of the Lamb. Yes. Um, I really (laughs) like aspects of Cult of the Lamb. Uh, I actually just saw today that they tweeted that they are going to be patching in more of an end game for that game. Because Call of the Lamb just, like, really fizzled out. There wasn't, like, anywhere to go with the building of the base, which is, like, the funnest part of the game for me. The combat didn't really go anywhere. But, man, that game just had such a good design, personality, and music as well. Oh, my God. But, yeah, it just it just fizzled out, that game. It just didn't live up to the mm-hmm. potential it had for its really unique take on uh, base building, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Uh, yeah, unfortunate. But my winner is Tunic. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I get it. (laughs) You guys, we're not going to go through it again. You know how I feel about Tunic. I have problems with that game. Uh, But when Tunic works, it is one of the best games of the year. But for me, the whole package has to come together. And most of Tunic did not for me. Nice. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It's nice to give Tunic an award as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, sure. It's, it's an apple. <laughs> not like Miss Hunt. It's an apple. Yeah, it's a, it says best in it. It does say best. Yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah. And game. And game. <laughs> uh, Second category is going to be best boss fight, which is a hard one. Mm. It's a hard one every year, to be honest. This one. I have so many random. Yeah, I figured this one. Sometimes there's like a really obvious answer. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's feast, or, it's feast or Famine, really. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of bosses in 2022, mm-hmm. that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they were good is another question. I would say I, wouldn't, I, would say I don't have many surprises here, so I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and start. My runners-up for best boss fight, Siege Engine and Tunic. Um, she, oh, yeah. I don't even know what that Giving is. Giving Tunic uh, a Boss of the Year award, even a runners-up, is a very bold mm-hmm. take, my friend. I just liked, it wow. was the easiest one, but it was just like, it, it was, was cool <laughs> to see that type of scope. Uh, just in that game, like it was. Yeah, the scale is cool. Yeah. that boss fight. Yeah, 
The design of all Tunic's boss fights are amazing. I guess that was a freaking joke to Jameson. Big goof. No, I'm just laughing because like (laughs) I gave Tunic my number one of the year, and I don't know. I don't even know what the siege engine is. That's cool. That's that's cool. It's a big robot dude. I have no memory of it. Nothing. No, okay. Siege engine. My second runner, Radon. Uh, an Elden Ring. Yeah. Mm. And then my third runner-up is Your Own Mind in Hyper Demon. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I like, I like the out there yeah. answers. I like yeah. those. I, uh, I've got a few of those along the yeah. way. Uh, my number one boss fight, pretty easy one here, Nidhogg. Um, yes. God of War. I will give a shout-out to uh, Gram. Or Garm. Yeah. Garm. Yeah. Garm. Garm, yeah. yeah. We'll give a shout-out to Garm. Uh, but uh, yeah. Nidhogg, really, just... just just enough stages didn't overstay its welcome was very was was pretty hard on hard uh would have been just beautiful mm-hmm. on normal i bet but uh yeah it uh and that fatality at the end is oh, just when he's when he starts opening little mini portals mm-hmm. and stabbing his, soon... let his tail oh. through when he opened it's very when good. he opened a portal in general i was like here we go i was yeah. like now we're yeah. talking yeah. Um, yeah. what about that fucking green sc- what about that fucking green scar though eh? <laughs> anyway uh yeah. Who knows? Those are my. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, never know. So what's or me or will we? Nope. <laughs> In God of Atreus, God uh... Son of War. <laughs> I can't. Son of War. Son of Atreus. Atreus. Boy of War. Boy of War. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it too. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, Couple boss fights. I. Yeah. I don't. There were a lot of boss, but like I said, not a lot that like I don't know. I love doing. Mm-hmm. I don't have any from Elden Ring here, even though that's more of like a quantity than anything. Like, there are so many boss fights in that game that I just... I, I can't remember if I liked any of them. I think I did. I did. I'm, I'm pretty sure, but... Honorable mentions the spinosaurus thing from Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, and the okay. Tremor Tusk. The Tremor yeah. Tusk is super fucking cool. Um, the music, the battle music for the Tremor Tusk is especially good. I think I'll go for an, a different type of winner because why not? Mm. So another honorable mention would be like pretty much exactly what Ben just said. Garm from God of War, mm. Nidhogg. Nidhogg is very close to the top. Frost Phantom, the first Frost Phantom mm. encounter shook shook me. Um, and the Thor fight at the beginning of the game mm-hmm. is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I almost was going to say the winner is a tie between the Thor and Nidhogg fight because I think they're both phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm going to be weird and give my winner to the boss fight puzzle of the year, which is much like the challenge from The Witness, uh, the mountain slash golden <laughs> path <laughs> from Tunic. That's awesome. Because I, I like spent it. like a, a long time working on that, and then the amount of inputs I had to put in to beat that mountain open was more than probably any of the other boss fights because it's a hundred digits long so it was a lot of up down mm. left right down right up down right left don't fuck this up mm-hmm. or you're gonna have to start over again um so yeah i give it to that it was the most exciting haha i did it mm-hmm. of the I'm year sure. so nice. felt like a boss fight totally i love that uh, I've got a lot of what you guys said i had mm-hmm. thor from the beginning of ragnarok i had nidhogg uh, I also had uh, just written down Forbidden West Big Machines. <laughs> yeah. uh, some of the big machine encounters, while maybe not specifically a boss fight with a health bar, some of the craziest big fights of the entire year. Uh, I have the final boss of Vampire Survivors written down, mm. which I hmm. won't spoil, but what a weird spectacle that thing is. 
Uh, and then the rest do divulge into the world of Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought bumping into the dragon in Limgrave for the first time in Elden Ring was a real special moment. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a shame the game sullies the excitement of dragons by repeating 14 of them. <laughs> uh, but the first time you fight the Limgrave dragon on a horse was an amazing moment of the year for me. I like the beginning of the Rikard fight, or Rickard, whichever one it is, the mm. big snake demon. And my favorite actual, like, cinematic intro of the whole of, uh, of Elden Ring was in Crumbling Faramazula, mm -hmm. the hidden dragon Placidusax fight, mm -hmm. where you walk oh, into yeah, that arena yeah. and it's cocooned in, like, a weird the ball. The weird time And there's no music, and just, like, the slow wind, and you just have to walk yeah. towards it. Um, but my winner is gonna be Melania. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Uh, that was her... This was her year when it comes to boss fights. Yeah. And yeah, did I curse Waterfowl and maybe called it a terrible piece of game design? Maybe. I don't know. I don't really remember. But there was no <laughs> moment like the year when I finally took down Melania after five hours of trying. Totally. Um, except for Waterfowl, which I can't defend for my life because it's stupid. Uh, outside of that, it's a real amazing From Software boss. A real amazing dance backwards and forwards. Trial by fire. Testament of your skill. Unless you're using summons and magic. <clears throat> I mean, uh, okay. it's a real test of your skill. Mm -hmm. And one of the best boss fights of the year. But Waterfowl can uh, go fuck itself. I beat Melania. Mm. You did, dude. Mm -hmm. Man, you're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did, man. I'm proud of Jameson you. Jameson was there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. I, yeah. All by yourself. You did it. I did it. Mm -hmm. I can affirm. Mm -hmm. uh, God yeah. game. Good game. Uh, <laughs> cool, man. That makes sense, man. Melania, yeah, everywhere. She almost broke through the uh, almost broke through the pop culture uh, bubble there. It seemed yeah. Like. Um, just yeah, really, really gruesome stuff for sure. Next award is best first hour. Uh, so mm. three runners up in this category again as well. Uh, first runner up is Vampire Survivors. Mm. Second runner up is Somerville. Mm. Oh yeah, we haven't. Talked I thought about, about putting Somerville on my best first hour as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my. Third runner-up is Wordle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Kinda, that's good. Kind of just, like, thinking of the first hour of Wordle is, like, kind of probably pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, if you, <laughs> yeah, like, if yeah. you, probably. you put all that time in one it. hour, yeah, it's probably not too bad. Uh, but my, my best first hour, hands down, is Signalis. Absolutely. Had to be Signalis. That's quite a good one, yeah. 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 Like, oh, is yeah. I, liked, I liked that first hour. Uh... I liked that first hour a lot. Liked my yeah. first, like, 20 hours of, of Elden Ring, but maybe not that first mm -hmm. hour, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But loved that, loved that signal start, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I just look at my answer. I'm just <laughs> looking through my list one last time. Oh, geez. <laughs> fucking stupid. Sorry, guys. Oops. Uh, of my list of games mm -hmm. here one last time, to, in case I missed something. Because honestly, like, there, I don't know, again, there wasn't a lot that really jumped out to me here as like yeah. strong first impressions again some years you're like oh fuck yes let's go like the first hour of control holy yeah, shit that's the <laughs> what a good first yeah. hour but like some of the openings not not super strong for openings this year um i will uh, yeah okay i i will say uh honorable mention of god of war ragnarok <laughs> a very strong first hour mm. um riding through the snow fighting Thor, having the good long introduction to Odin and Thor and the conversation in their house. And, you know, that ga game starts strong, but um, doesn't deliver on those strong openings, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And that sort of uh, holds it back, I think. But the first hour had me going like, fuck yes, let's go. Mm -hmm. um, 
Rollerdrome. Mm. Very good first hour. Because I was like, oh shit, this game slaps. That's awesome. Cool. Also, when I booted it up, I had like clicked play and then walked into my kitchen with my headphones on to get some water. And the main menu music immediately made me think, okay, yeah, this game's going to be very good. Uh, and that all happened in the first hour. So, so, so good job, Roller Rollerdrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't really have a, like a super strong winner here. So I'm just going to say Horizon Forbidden mm. West because it was fucking nice to go back to Horizon. Yeah. And I like the first hour. You're like exploring the uh, weird space launch facility with uh, your bud and you fight the big uh, snake boy. And then there's like a really, really nice, like a really nice montage sort of riding back home to the city of meridian and then a nice little chat with some of the old characters from the first game in meridian and then you're off to the forbidden wilds and i was like yeah horizon um and also the visuals were immediately just like what the fuck crazy um so yeah i guess horizon i like it yeah i like that pick yeah, I actually I struggled with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because with stuff like God of War and Horizon, um, I don't know, I always just want to get into the game. Mm-hmm. They always have to start yeah. with their big, slow-walking, super cinematic stuff where you're not actually playing the game. It's like the prologue until you are let loose. So if it was like first five hours, Horizon mm. would have been on there for sure because I remember when you first get let loose in the mini starting area. I think I even messaged Jameson like, holy shit, dude, this is so hot. But yeah, I'm not like, I don't know, I don't love the first hour of AAA Sony games because I just want to get going Mm -hmm. and you're just like walking and talking for a little while. Um, Again, Vampire Survivors, I didn't get into that game until like 10 hours in. Elden Ring, my first couple of hours were a bit confusing and the frame rate was nauseating. Mm. Um, Yeah, so my list was, this was a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. My runner-up is... Actually, I do have Ragnarok as a runner-up just because the Thor boss fight is so sick. Mm. And like Jameson said, the intro between Thor and Odin is pretty special. Uh, I actually have Cult of the Lamb oh, reoccurring cool. again. Nice. Uh, that game has amazing charm. And like the first hour of naming all of your cult members and kind of like just understanding what the game is about and its style and its personality was a real treat. My winner is Trombone Champ. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Holy cow. Because there's no time that game is funnier than in the first, first hour. And then it just kind of, you know, maybe, I don't know. Overstays its welcome, perhaps. Maybe a little bit, yeah. But the first hour is when its goof and its gag is at its peak. Not bad. And, uh, yeah. Amazing. I love that. I've been meaning to check that out. That game, I, I figured it would appear somewhere on your list or somewhere on one of your lists for sure. I, I just wasn't sure where. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it would crack that. That game should be on Game Pass so bad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I really want to play that yeah, game still. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I don't know if I can commit the $20 to the joke. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think they know that, yeah. and that's why they won't put it on Game Pass. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come to Game Pass. Yeah. Phil Spencer's got, he's mm-hmm. going to be like, I got to play. We got to get this game of the yeah. year on Game Pass. Next category Most Helpful Character. Mm. This is a this is a tricky this one. Had a few, yeah, this had a few different. You could go a few different directions in this one. Um, I got three runners up. Uh, two of which are from Elden Ring. Uh, first one is Torrent from Elden Ring. Oh, he's a oh good sure. One. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Uh, my uh, my other Elden Ring uh, helpful character is my sweet knight Angval, um, who mm-hmm. got me through a lot of that game. Black Knife Tish is incredibly lethal, but Angval 
tanked a lot of tanked a lot of stuff. He's for very my magic. tanky. Yeah, it tanked a lot of stuff yeah. for my magic my magic muscles. So I don't know who these people are. I had to give Angval his due. Summons, a big summons. Ah. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't get it. You just wouldn't understand it. You just wouldn't get it. Don't get it, no. My runner-up that's not Elden Ring related are the Yellowkins from Tinykin. These are <laughs> yellow Tinykins that make stairs and ramps that uh, I just thought were so so cool and so well used in Tinykins uh, that I had to I had to highlight them. I would have gone with my green boys. Yeah, big up green. Your ladder boys, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love the ladders. I, I don't mind. I totally get that. It, really, you're you're not getting anything wrong with any of the Tinykins. Uh, my number one most helpful character, though, is uh, is a it's it is indeed a card from Marvel Snap. It's Bast, who, nice. uh, who is a <laughs> Bast is a one cost one energy card that uh, increases the power level of all the cards in your hand to three. So Ooh. Bast uh, Bast has done some tremendous work in helping me climb the ranks of Marvel Snap. I just uh, got over rank fifty today, uh, multiplayer wise. Did you get to pay for him? Nope. Nope. Hmm. Nope, no sir. Mm. I it's on just Suspicious. it's on Steam. Just try it out. <laughs> oh, it's on Steam. Yeah, it's on Steam. Just like just. I thought it was mobile only. No, it's on Steam too. And you can cry if you just yeah. if you log in with your Google account, you can uh, cross save. So you can so yeah. cross save. Yeah. Because the reason uh -oh. I was never gonna play it is because I just don't want to spend more time on my phone. Mm -hmm. It's like one of my resolutions is to like it's why I got into reading last nice. year was to get away from screen time on the phone. So I'm like not interested in mobile gaming on the mobile phone whatsoever. Yeah, check it out on. But, uh, it's on Steam. Check it out on Steam. Yeah, it's on Steam. They're about to. They're gonna. They're just about to put out a patch where you can play against your friends too. So, um, that'll be. Wait, you couldn't play against your friends? What? No, you can't play against your friends yet. It's all just the only thing that there is to do right now is online matchmaking. That's the only thing you can do is online matchmaking. Hmm. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I didn't know that was on PC. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Uh -oh. is, it, is it? Is it free to play? Yeah. Oh, come, come, come! Uh oh! Did you, uh, did you hear? <laughs> oh God, I saw, I saw mid Marvel Joe? Midnight Sun. And it said fifty quid. I was like, yeah, what? No, I, d I do want to <laughs> play that though. Uh, Joe, did you not hear Marvel Snaps? My number two game of the year, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I never. You know, I actually like card games, dude. I know. Uh, I, I have know. a lot of, yeah, I have a big history with Hearthstone, but I just, I don't want to play mobile phone games. Yeah. I don't want to be on that phone. Get in here. But um, come, come. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna play this. <laughs> like, definitely. Cool beans. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Bast has done a lot of work to help me uh, achieve success at Marvel Snap, and they're my most helpful character. So, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, again, this was a struggle, because uh, there there was not much this year. This was basically, like, what was the best summon in Elden Ring for me, because that's yeah. the only real help I, help I got. But I did just think of two fun, honorable mentions while you were talking. Here. I don't know if it has a name, but it is the first player character from Scorn that becomes a parasite that... <laughs> oh, oh, spoilers? Well, I, I didn't know that was the case until I had read a summary of the art book uh, of lore uh, from Scorn, which, uh, anyways... You apparently plays two characters in that game. The second half of the game you're playing is some someone that is woken up like hundreds of years after the first hour of that game. Anyways, you get a parasite in Scorn, and he is this disgusting, filthy, horrifying alien mm. that uh, rips your guts open and shoves his hands inside of your belly mm -hmm. and holds all of your bullshit guns yeah. for mm -hmm. you. Oh yeah. So he I'm was helpful. That's yeah. a weird definition of being helpful, but you're right. It is a hand hold holding shit. your. It is a hand holding your health yeah, bar. Yeah, he's very helpful. Yeah, 
he does also, you know, do many horrible things to you, but, you know, he's there for the journey and is your inventory. He's your got back your back. back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, speaking of honorable mentions that have my back, uh, this is a very special honorable mention, very close to my heart, very close to Joe's heart, too, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Joe as Max in Grounded. <laughs> <laughs> he's very bad. helpful. I am a glass cannon that dies constantly, and he's always reviving me <laughs> and that. pulling aggro. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Joe's good at that, dude. He's my raft James savior. James is bashing as well. Yeah. Um, and my winner is Black Knife Tish, the summon yeah. from Elden Ring, who beat most of the game for me while I was in the kitchen making <laughs> some, some food. Hell yeah. Uh, she literally killed multiple bosses for me, um, and I love her. And she's the most powerful thing in that video game. It's shocking. It's gross. It's really weird. It's shocking. Really wild. She has a. She's one of the. Uh, she's summoned. You fight. Yeah. Like a, she's like a summon. A, like, she's a do you summon. ring the bell or is it like a sign on the ground? Ring the no, bell. no, like ring the bell. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. You get her by killing the black knife Electo up in the um like the uh, Ronnie's like, the top of Leonia. Yeah, like the top, not like Ronnie's castle, but like the the like moonlight castle area yeah, in yeah. Liurnia. Yeah, um, there's that that uh, pit there where you He's fight tough as a boss. He was a hard ass mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, and so the reward for killing that black knife is Tish, and Tish yeah. has a uh, a red magical knife attack that she, that she throws, um, and it's this red energy that hits the boss, deals. 2,000 damage over time and also reduces their health by 20%. And then eventually when the buff, when the debuff like wears off, they get that health back. But um, it normally doesn't have time to wear off. They normally die um, very quickly. So she's, and she's insanely mobile, mm-hmm. agile, dodging, dip, like just, she's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely the most open. Like everyone was like, oh, you summon yourself. It's so good. No, no, no. Just summon Tish. Nah. And stand at the back of the map while she won one v one. Mimicure's useless, yeah. bro. Mimicure's useless. Yeah, they nerfed bro. Mimicure way Dead too much. Me, I never man. even yeah. got to see him yeah. in his full glory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Knife Tish, watch the fuck out. Uh, I got one runner up, which is a shout out, kind of in the same vein as uh, Jameson's one talking about me. This is a shout out to my moderator Cameron during Power Washing Simulator. <laughs> Nice. That little stoner was there for every single session of Power Washing Simulator, <laughs> and it literally would have doubled my playtime if he wasn't there, because damn, did he do half of every map that I was in. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't have the affinity I have for that game if I had to invest twice the time that I had to, yeah. you know? <laughs> Shout out to Cam. I love that. Shout out to Cameron. <laughs> uh, my winner is Pichone and Ebony Wings from Vampire Survivors. The two, the two birds... Because they oh, evolve okay, yeah. into one bird, which frees up a weapon slot like halfway through your run. And also, uh, if you get a random Arzo card, you can get like a third bird mixed in there as well. And they are amazing. Shout mm. out to Pichone in Ebony Wings, my burbs of the year. Gotcha. Love that. The, those are the ones that create like the AoEs and like yeah. fly around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a yeah, mega bird, then you can level up mm. the mega bird. And then mm. if you get a certain random Arzo card, it gives it a counterpart. So you have like a, bunch, you have like a trio, a three triple bird. Wow, wow, wow. Mega birds. I like them just on their own as well, even if you don't get both of them. I like them when they're not in games, too. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, birds are good. Yeah, birds are good. Shout out to birds. Biggest missed game. Uh, I got three runners-up in this category. 
Um, I got one. Nice. My three nice. single one. Nice. I got Signalis. I have Dragon Quest Treasures. Mm-hmm. And I have Horizon Forbidden West uh, as my three runners uh, yeah. up. My winner is actually in progress. My winner, though, is Immortality. Oh, in progress. Oh, interesting. interesting. How's that going? Uh, Lily's not in the room, right? No. Sarah, Sarah and I restarted it, and we uh, played like an hour and a half, but we're both really into it now, and really, we got it really far. The hooks are in, the threads are there. Uh, I, I have a lot of, th- no, I have a few uh, like ideas. I have a few thoughts, but not ideas about what the game is saying. It's all very interesting. It's all very interesting. I thought it might be your type of thing. Yeah, it's certainly trying to. It's certainly uh, it's 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 a few vertical slices. Uh, and uh, it was very inspired by like Twin Peaks stuff, not just like it's dreamy and Lynchian. Like it had, mm. there's a, a fraction of that game which really feels like it's black and white, and it feels like the beginning of season three of yeah. Twin Peaks. Like it feels uh, like homage. Mm-hmm. It's cool though. It's uh, there's the, there's uh, some spooky stuff started to happen, and that's cool. Yeah. And uh, I don't know too much more about it, but. Anyway, yeah, that, look forward to keep. I couldn't tell you what happened anyway. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what happened anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll keep. We'll we'll pro- will progress and will report back. But immortality. It's, it's long, by the way. Great. Oh god. Anyway, I'll smoke. I'll yeah, smoke. I'll, I'll smoke that. Thing. You kind of have to like you. You start to learn what scenes are maybe fluffer scenes, filler scenes. Right. And you, you start to maybe fast forward through stuff, and you, I felt like a little bit guilty at times because the performances are actually pretty decent, mm. but. Yeah, you don't you don't want that game to last fifteen hours. Okay, okay, well we'll see. Uh, I have three that were all mentioned uh, when Joe and I did the game of the year. Mm. I don't have a single winner here. I'll just give them all the winner: Pentiment, Case of the Golden Idol, and Norco. Mm. Those are the three. I mean, I played three hours of Norco, an hour of Golden Idol, and about forty minutes of Pentiment. Mm. So I would I I feel bad about missing all of them. Mm-hmm. 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 I would definitely want to play that. That's I definitely all. want to play that Golden Idol. My winner, the only one I've got written down. Um, Can I guess? I'm not sure if we've ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Citizen Sleeper. It is not Citizen Shit. Sleeper. Damn. Okay, cool. If you guessed it, I'd be impressed. Mm... Do you want another one? Let me try. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think I know it, Joe. No, do you? Say. Just sec. Just sec. Let me. I'm just trying to remember like the full title here. Um, I think the one. I think I know it. It's the Dark Pictures Anthology: The Devil in Me. <laughs> it is not. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I thought that was a sinker right there. I thought you had it. My biggest missed game is Return to Monkey Island. Oh man. Oh yeah. I'm glancing at that one from across the bar, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I. I'm a huge Monkey Island fan. It was mm. like the origins of my PC gaming. It was the first series I played on PC. I distinctly remember getting Return Escape from Monkey Island, the fourth yeah. one, and my computer couldn't run it because I didn't understand what a graphics card was, oh, and I was really upset, and I had to get a graphics card and figure out how to install it when I was like 11 years old. And yeah, I remember after the fourth one ended... There was like a episodic one, which again I haven't got to. I don't know. There was just something that I don't know, just didn't really sit well with me when they changed the format. But this is like the first real Monkey Island game in like twenty years, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and yeah, I used to dream about there being another proper Monkey Island sequel, and I told myself that I was going to play the entire series, from start to finish, as like a, I don't know, just like, younger Joe would want this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just haven't had time to play six Monkey Island games, mm. uh, but I'm looking forward to doing that journey at some point during this year when I have the time. And yeah, it's a miracle another one of those games exists, because it's a really niche point-and-click adventure game from the 90s that felt niche at the time Mm -hmm. so the fact that it got like a full-blown sequel and that people seem to really like it is uh kind of awesome yeah and like ron gilbert came back for it's the same dude it's the same dude yeah like he's like him and tim schaefer were like the ogs Mm. doing that stuff yeah Yeah. i think the fifth game which was like the episodic one maybe wasn't the og boys Mm. i can't really remember was that tales of monkey island that was a telltale game yeah yeah so um, no, I don't think they were think involved. Doesn't look right. like it. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, all I know is that this is the next. It's basically the fifth Monkey Island game. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when I, you know, when I finished the fourth game, I wanted Monkey Island so bad. I remember like going on websites and reading like fan-made sequels that they just written <laughs> on paper because I just wanted more of Guybrush Threepwood's mm-hmm. journeys. And now it's finally happened. And, you know, I don't like the genre as much, but I owe it to my younger self to go back, (laughs) maybe do the full journey, and finally return to Monkey Island. I love it. That's awesome. At some point. Yeah, I forgot that came out this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a niche thing. If it's not your thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. A lot of old, old nerds really liked that game last year. Yeah, that's a boom of release. A lot of old, old, creaky nerds loved that game. Obsessed with it. Definitely creaky. Best old game played... um, which uh, I got five runners up and a winner for this one. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah. Um, in no particular order, my runners up are as follows 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Mm. Uh, did not finish it. Did not finish it. Got, I, 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 uh, I should do that. Greened myself out on that one. You could say, smoked it too hard. Uh, and now I gotta mm. start it all over. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, so we'll... Uh, no, I can probably jump back yeah, in. I can probably... like a nice appendium. I can probably pick like, that back know. up, yeah. Because, like, yeah. whether you know things or not know things, every scene's going to have stuff. So it's like, whether you remember it or it not. It has notes. It. Yeah. The game doesn't... Encyclopedia. Yeah. The game honestly doesn't care if you know things or not. It's going to show what it's going to show, and that's that. Anyway, cool game, that game. Cool game, that yeah. game. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch, also on yeah. my runners-up. Um, also on the Nintendo Switch... Uh, the Companion Cube Collection Portal One and Two for the Nintendo Switch uh, were really really fun to play, um, particularly uh, on that platform. Great ports of Portal, Portal ports, portably, perfect. Well, right. Tetris Effect also Tetris Effect Connected also on the list. Uh, so those are my five runners up. My but my my number you you know <laughs> what that you know what that best old game is. You know what that mm-hmm. best old game is already. You know what that means. I do. Dragon I Quest do. 1, 2, 3, 4, it's 5, 6, 7, Dragon 8. Dragon Quest 5, Hand of the Heavenly Brat. No, it's God of War 2018. That's what I just said. God of War 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God of War 2018 is a good gosh darn... Just like the the chrysalis of AAA, there may not be a better game... There, there better not be a better AAA game than God of War 2018 because it's, mm. it's so... It, deliver, it, oh, yeah. it under-promises and over-delivers in a way that cannot be replicated and that it like it's a triple a version of that concept no other game can now do that god of war 2018 mm-hmm. did that and now everything else either is going to be as good as 28 god of war 2018 in the triple a space 
or it is not going to be as good as God of War 2018 in the AAA space. Last of Us, comparable metric, but like God of War 2018 just does that open world, leaves you alone aspect yeah. enough that just like it just gives you that level of autonomy that doesn't make you feel like you're playing a TV show, wink. So it's <laughs> yeah, I, uh, well, Marvel uh, movie, yeah, for wink, yeah. sad wink. So yeah, God of War 2018, best old game I played uh, this year for sure. Played it all via yeah. the cloud. But did not. I that's that's did cool. not have a PlayStation, and I played it all via the cloud. So that's cool. Well, I will start with an honorable mention that I am surprised you did not say Ben, which is Neptune's Prize. Oh, did I not? Oh, it's no. in there. Shoot. Uh, yeah, my fi- Thirteen Sentinels, America Eight Deluxe, uh, and I had Neptune's Pride Portal and. Uh, yeah, I think you missed it. Shoot. Yes, yeah, you missed I have it. Neptune's. Oh, yeah. It's written down, and I can't okay. prove it now. Ben. Oh no, you guys! I can't believe you did this. Oh, I hurt my boys. My boys. Been doing this for five five years, man. We've been doing this. That Neptune's Pride is pretty fun, you guys. Yeah, you've gone deep. Yeah. What are you on your third game now? My third game, uh, week two, just with the tick that happened two hours ago, was the week two mark of this three week game of mm-hmm. 16 players. Oh boy. And uh, one thing I did not realize I didn't do was scale the stars properly. I left the stars per player amounts the same. So it's basically like 16 people been fighting in an eight player game phone booth. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds yeah. more fun, fun, honestly. It's been. <laughs> There are so many. F- Someone has fifty-four stars as of that message the other day. Fucking yeah, hell. I'll uh, mm. I'll send an updated screenshot because it's nasty time. But anyway, yeah, Neptune's probably a good game. Two people have quit. Three, four, maybe. One was KO'd. Two KO'd. KO's, wow, wow, yeah. wow. There's usually <laughs> some quitters in like big lobbies with new players. There's yeah. a lot of first timers in this game too, and I'm just like so scared that they all hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, some people will. Yeah. Continuing, I'm I'm also trying to decide my winner here as I say these. Okay, here's a joke that I put on here. Um, it's it was a fucking amazing old game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called Elden Ring. Oh yeah, because it's just Dark Souls that old, from old 2011, ring, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's real big. That's mostly a joke. You can say it with a lot um, of sequels. I'm into it. Destiny Two is on there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, still good. Still good. I do want to shout and, out the Witch um, Queen. The Witch Queen was fantastic. It was a f- very good campaign. Yeah, it's very good. I'll just make the winner Bloodborne because yeah. I replayed all of it after mm. Elden Ring, and it's their best game still. As I is the say. tradition, year over year, Jameson gives Bloodborne some form of best game. Yes, exactly. It is a tradition. So yeah, it's definitely a tradition. <laughs> it's a hell of a game. It is a good the, game. That's all. That's all there is to it. Not a lot of older games that last year for me. So mm. no, I, I've got even less. Wow. I, I didn't really replay anything. Um, the one I do have uh, is the same as Ben, is God of War 2018. Mm. I think I talked about last podcast. Uh, really, really excellent replay. And I liked it more my second time than I did my first time. But yeah, that was the only like proper one I had. So just for a goof, and just to give some love to any of our YouTube viewers who are enjoying this, I put Black Ops 2 Zombies down. <laughs> for my best old game. Nice. I love that. It- yeah, because overall, uh, I would say I am enjoying Black Ops 2 Zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's some lows uh, and some jank and some frustrations that come with the old design. Uh, specifically, just getting stuck on shit when it's like a pivotal pivotal moment, yeah. a stressful mm-hmm. moment. You get snagged on like a barrel. And, you know, modern games, you'll just slide around this stuff and your brain is used to that. Uh, but yeah, it's just been interesting seeing the format evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Ops 1, which we just got through kind of stuck to the same formula 
mm. and just kind of change A and B between each maps. But Black Ops 2, uh, it's starting to go places and you're really starting to see them change how it goes. And I've always enjoyed seeing that in video games. Uh, I'm the type of guy who say, I don't know, a sequel for a game comes out, I will go back and play the old first one. Even though I know the second one is better, I just find it fascinating to see something evolve and change over time. And yeah, it's been mostly fun, and I like seeing the format of Zombies evolve, Mm -hmm. because I imagine for people who played it back in the day, they would have been waiting like three, four months per map, and me and Jameson get to like go between years of content within like a couple of months, and it's been been interesting. It's, It's cool. I love that you guys are doing that, man. That's so cool. Yeah, we've just begun. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Yeah, I give my award to transit specifically. <laughs> if I had a million hours award, uh, mm. which is uh, games that if we had more time for, we would have played these probably. If yeah. before you say anything, I have a question because I was asleep when you decided on this Definitely. award. Is it a deliberate homage to the bare naked lady? This is the way I phrased it right now is. Okay, mm. good. Yeah, if I had a million just hours. Just wanted to check in yeah, on that. that yeah. One, that one, yeah, it just it came to me now as I... Yeah. yeah. So. I'd buy a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, my my three runners-up in the If I Had a Million Hours award, uh, Fortnite. <laughs> okay, yeah, Matt. Uh, Got to that building, right? Mm, yeah, oh, no. It's so... Man, <laughs> no. No build. Is building even in Fortnite still? It I is, know, yeah, man. but, like, no, no okay. build is the... No build is the game now. It's so good. Interesting. Yeah, it rocks. No build is the meta. Um, yeah, so Fortnite. Minecraft. Good one, yeah. Uh, um, Valorant is my third runner-up. Oh. Yeah, wow. Huh. Uh, but if, if, I had, if I had more time, my winner in this category, if I had the time, I would be playing a lot more Hyper Demon for sure <laughs> damn okay yeah, if I had, you need a thousand hours for that game if i had that kind of time i would put a thousand hours into hyper demon because it would what the it would transmit to other games so much like the success i would develop with a thousand hours of hyper demon like an aim trainer yeah it would yeah mm. it would influence so much play in other games like i would become an apex mm. god i would destroy a neon white like i would just yeah, yeah it makes sense yeah so I would like to play a lot of Hyper Demon right now, please. I gotta see what that game is. You guys gotta play that game. I just, I just need. To... Surprised you didn't say Destiny as well. <laughs> oh ben. yeah, dude. Yeah, because uh, Light, Light, Lightfall is so close, and like I, I can feel Lightfall slowly gripping around my toe tips, like it's <laughs> creeping up my body from beneath me, and it would. They never even finished the last expansion. I know. So. I know. I know. I, they want. They they know, know who they're selling to. I'm their whale. They got me. Ah, uh, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what am I saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, Jameson, go ahead. <laughs> Jameson, get any cat... Get any runners up there, mate? Weird whale, dude. Mm-hmm. I have I have no runners up. I have one single winner, and it's called Dwarf Fortress. Oh, cool. Ah, that's a good one. Man. I intend to play that game this year, if there's time. There seems like there's going to be a lot of games this year, so it might not happen, but I really want to fucking play Dwarf Fortress. Yeah, I've wanted same. to play Dwarf Fortress for a decade, more than a decade. Uh, I've heard about it for so like almost half my life. I've hear, heard like whispered like, "Did you fucking dwarf? Did you hear about Dwarf Fortress?" Like it's sort of like Eve Online mm-hmm. as well. Where I'm like, man, I would love to get into Eve Online, but I, it's never gonna happen. But Dwarf Fortress feels like I could. Yeah. I could probably wrap my hands around it. So yeah, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I want to see what that yeah. thing is eventually as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, I have Persona 3 and 4 on my list here. Oh, snap. Oh, uh, I'd love to play more Persona games, man, but just 100 hours per game is just... It's so hard to just click start on those yeah, things, you know? I don't know how I'm going to yeah. do it, but I'm going to try and do it. And hearing about Persona 6, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> I mean, if it's any consolation, you know, they'll announce Persona 6 this year, it'll come out in Japan next year, and take another two years to get translated. True. So you do True. probably have until, like, 2025. So. Yeah. Another thing I've gotten written down, I've always wanted to get into... I don't even know how to describe it. You will see it occasionally on Twitter. It's a person who masters an annoying build in Elden Ring invasions mm. and like skulks around and harasses yes. people online. Yes, yes, absolutely. I don't know what to call it. I just, I just read being an invader in Elden Ring, but it's more than that. It's being like a master invader. Yeah. Like a horrible exactly villain who encroaches on like three player games and has a build where he like ruins their time with cannons or <laughs> invisible assassin builds. I've seen some amazing clips and I'm like, oh my God, I'd love to do that. But I imagine, like, to learn and to master that would take countless, I'm countless sure. hours of practice. It would just be me getting my ass kicked by everyone online for, like, 100 hours. And I just don't have the time or probably the dedication. But, man, it just suits my yeah. personality to ruin the yeah, other dude's attempt. Yeah. yeah, I am a menace. And they've done it to me, so I want to be that guy. I've always been the other end of the stick. I'd love to be the one swinging the stick and not getting whacked, but uh, that is a pipe dream. Uh, but my winner, you guys probably could guess it because I've been like hinting at it in the Discord. <laughs> it's Escape from Tarkov. Oh, the itch is real from the boy. Yeah, he wants it. I've been like looking at Escape from Tarkov a lot, and it really does seem like something I would like mm -hmm. because, uh, again, we went down the multiplayer rabbit hole, and I'm not really into like fast paced, sweaty shooters anymore because you have to invest a lot of time to get good. But in Tarkov, it really seems like you can just outplay people via movement and patience and anything goes. Like, if you want to sit in the corner of a room and wait for someone to walk in, like, no one's going to frown upon it because the stakes are so high in that game that it's just one of the strategies. Mm -hmm. And also, you don't have to fight people. The predominant gameplay loop is all about looting. Mm -hmm. And I love looting. And there's like inventory organization and there's economies and markets and it just really seems like my type of thing but every time i watch it i'm just like overwhelmed by the amount of items i don't understand yeah. the, the gun attachments feel like like armor level real military sim stuff mm. the shooting seems really difficult as well uh, it's like recall a proper like recoil knowledge of how guns actually move bounce and all that shit there's no arcadiness in it the inventory stuff, it just seems so deep of a well and something you need like 500 hours to even learn. And then the game wipes every now and then with every update and all your progress is gone. And I am a stickler for progress. I like moving forward in games. <laughs> so that's really off-putting to me. Uh, but yeah, I just keep looking at it, man. I keep looking at it and mm -hmm. thinking that it's my type of thing. But I just don't feel like I have the time to get good at Tarkov. And I feel like by the time I get good at it, they're just going to wipe away my inventory anyway. So I don't know. I'll do it with you. Maybe I'll when that game that comes out. You, yeah. Yeah. It could be interesting. I got days now, dude. Like we can do it We'd probably day. shoot each other by accident. It'd be kind of interesting. I'm into that. Do you know the problem with those games, Ben, is it reminds me of Hunt Showdown. The problem with those games is a lot of times one of your friends dies. Oh, God. And you can't spectate them. So mm -hmm. you just have to like sit around and wait for them to finish. <sighs> 
because me and Ben played Hunt Showdown and that was really unique and I still like look back on those 10 hours really fondly. Mm-hmm. But like Ben would die and he just had to wait for me to finish my run or I would die and I just had to like kind of stand around because you don't want to queue into another round because mm-hmm. then Ben might finish his round before I finish mine and that stuff makes, I don't know, co-oping in those type of games a little, I don't know, a little awkward. But yeah, my answer is Tarkov. It looks like something I'd like, but it's so deep and confusing that I just, I don't know, I don't think I have the time. I want to have the time. Yeah, that whole genre seems cool and impenetrable. (laughs) It does, yeah. Every single time I've opened a Tarkov stream, it's just been someone looking at a menu that has Mm -hmm. 4,000 types of bullets on it. I'm like, what the fuck even is this game? I still don't really know how it works, but it's just like it's bad. I like tinkering and inventories and sorting and that type of maintenance. I like that stuff. Mm -hmm. I was also just reminded when you were talking about invasions uh, of a fond memory of watching um giant bomb folks play demon souls long 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 ago mm, yeah and there was a villain that they had called uh potato marshall who would invade <laughs> yeah. that and he used the gear in demon souls where if you got hit by it it was like a spear that if you got hit by it, it would destroy your armor your armor <laughs> yeah. would start to rust and destroy and yeah. he haunted their playthrough for like the entire it, he, he he'd space it out nicely where it was like every few episodes he'd show up and uh, and eventually he was like harassing someone else from the site that had left, you know, and was playing it like three years later. He's playing Patrick's playing Demon Souls and fucking <laughs> Potato Marshall's showing up, <laughs> you know, breaking the guy, breaking his gear. And it's just oh, like, man. it's beautiful. It. Those are that, that's what's so great about From Software yeah. games. That happened to Andy. Andy got his armor ruined by Did an invasion. He? Yeah. And he had to oh, restart my. his entire oh, run. In Demon Souls? That's yeah. amazing. Maybe it was Potato Marshall. Maybe it was him. <laughs> that's a proper that's menace great. right there. That's a proper menace. Yeah, that's a menace. I think they removed a lot of the stuff from their future games more over time yeah. that breaks other players' gear. I think they've sort of realized that's horrible. Yeah, Demon uh, Souls didn't give up. Demon Souls is so stupid, man. Yeah. What a good game. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Next category is uh, Best Vibes. Uh, uh, I think said, I think it's actually best hashtag vibes. It's uh, this category's best hashtag vibes. So in the spirit of mm. uh, hashtag vibes, I actually didn't write any honorable mentions or winners for this category because I just wanted to kind of feel it out as we went along. As I right. as I kind of think about like game vibes, like I keep kind of coming back to scorn. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> game does. That like that game. That's kind of all that game is. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. They they built a they built a giant facility factory. Mac, like they that oh, man. I just that game is a vibe because it's just it is. A yeah. vibe. It's so built, so curated, so nice. All of it is there for a reason, and it just helps the vibe. That game was cooked. I would I would I could have even cooked it a little longer, dare I say, but mm-hmm. it was wow. it was cooked it was cooked to perfection uh, where it is right now. Very very nice little vibe games. Another vibe game, a little bit off the a little bit off the mark here. I don't have a winner. These are just vibes, you know. We're just vibe. That's We're fine. vibing here. We're vibing. Another vibe game I'm gonna say is uh, Pentiment. Mm-hmm. Game's got some vibes. Game really makes you f- good. Off. Game makes you feel like you're in a place uh, with people yeah. with people doing things. Yeah. And and to me, that's kind of what vibes are all about—just getting in there, mm. doing stuff. So, Pentiment had some vibes for sure. 
Um, gosh. That might be it, though. Huh. I mean, not vibing no more. Tinykin had some good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably it, though. We're vibing. You guys got any, any games vibe yeah. with you guys? I was just double checking my list. Mm. Um, yeah, Scorn, definitely. Scorn's got mm. some vibes to it, I think. It is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tunic, good Tunic's vibes. Tunic's pretty vibey. Tunic. A little vibey. Lot, you spend a lot of time in that main overworld mm-hmm. and just the color palette, mm-hmm. the visuals, yeah. the, the that main tune that plays I, is... Love that yeah. little guy. Love the little Love fox. That little guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. As I talked about, um, I I like a game where it's just nice to walk around, mm-hmm. and that game is good is good walking around mm-hmm. game. Just like a lot of environmental noise, like nature noise, nice music, bright colors. You're just kind of like ah, mm-hmm. it's nice. But I'm gonna give my winner. Oh. For best vibes, a winner for vibes. Okay. To Dark Tide. I like it. Ooh, I like yeah, that. Warhammer 40k game. Dark Tide gets so much out of its yeah. vibes. Symphonic <laughs> in 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 vibes. It's. I can't believe how well they've sold me on the impenetrable behemoth of the Warhammer 40k universe. Uh, they they managed to do to like distill it into something that is like palatable <laughs> and intriguing mm. and like. I want to know about the Warhammer 40k universe so much because of the everything they do with art and visuals and sound. Mm. But like, I played like 10 hours of that game and continually want to be playing it mm. because of the vibe is so good. Just hacking and slashing with the weird gothic cyberpunk architecture and the fucking wild ass music mm. uh, is just a yeah. Mm. It's something. I love that. And I like it. I love yeah. that. Vibe, man. Big vibes, yeah, I'm dude. I'm vibing with that. Vibe, yeah, it is. Vibe, yeah. Big vibe. When the friggin' organ Ooh. comes on and they... Or the... Yeah. <laughs> as you... <laughs> you know business is about uh, to pick up when the game's got a... Or the weird, like, the weird, like, <laughs> rock opera boss fight music mm-hmm. and just... Yeah. But also just, like, the, the like, sound of the, uh, the like, lady that gives you instructions... Mm. Every now and then, just like this, like, you must penetrate the Colosseum and do this to the so-and-so. And you're like, yes, all right, I'll go there, boss, whatever you say. <laughs> it's just it's so headstrong. That game just goes so far yeah. on, like, so like such small little things. It's so frustrating that that game is so, so unfinished. Because, yeah. fuck, it's so cool, man. God. I read, like... I went down a wiki rabbit hole reading about Warhammer because of this game. Like, it's bad. That's nerd shit. I don't hear that, dude. I know. Yeah, gross, dude. I'm not vibing. That's not vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Dark Tide, though, has got some vibes to it. Joe, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, anything got uh, vibing up to you, my dog? Uh, Yeah, it's a clean sweep for Scorn over here. Mm, Uh, Scorn sweep yet again. It is tough to come third when the boys have already talked about it, but Scorn is my winner for Vibes of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my uh, runner-ups is Sifu. Mm. Uh, I love the vibes mm. of Sifu. The music and the weird, like almost like soft color palette that game has when you're kicking people's faces, and I love how that game looks, and I just love the feel of being in that world. It's weird. Mm. And 
the one shout out for this game is Signalis. Mm. I like oh, yeah. the vibes yeah, of Signalis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really like creepy and staticky, and mm. I don't know. That game has got something really interesting going on mm-hmm. uh, with its like visuals, music, and interaction with the game. Mm. Super cool game in a lot of ways, just not in uh, ways that I like to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh... but it's nice to give it a little space somewhere. I, uh, I hate to uh, tack one on at the end, but N- Norco had mm. some vibes. Norco had oh, some yeah. real Fucking vibes. Hell, yeah. Some real yeah. energy to Norco for sure. Some palatable, powerful, palatable energy. You could taste that game. That game is a taste yeah. that uh, even if you didn't want to. No, it's not particularly tasty, but it's got a taste no. for sure. It's rusty. That game, that game, that game sticks with you. And that's yeah. that one's a weird one because I, I was like, I, I still don't like. It's not particularly amazing or great but that one just it just gets in there just gets in there it really like it's very close to disco elysium for me where disco also had like a similar aftertaste that world has like a like a dryness to it Mm -hmm. like a rustiness so it's hard to pinpoint it's like i could feel the guy's hangover as i was playing disco elysium dude and norco has a similar effect my uh best vibes game of 2022 is norco Mm. so that's what i'm all right that's that's I like it. We got I there. like it. We got there. Very vibes. Joe, what was yours again? Sorry. Scorn. Uh, Scorn. Scorn sweet. Scorn, baby. Scorn sweet. Yeah, yeah. Can't help it. Well, I didn't give it to Scorn. No, Dark Tide. Right. I mean, I would also like Scorn. Yeah, I mean, Scorn. Yeah, Scorn is imperatively yeah. vibes. Like, it I is. just feel like I've given Scorn enough at this point. Mm-hmm. So Fat. Yeah. It'll take it'll take anything it can get, like a gross, gross, <laughs> wet. Yeah. It won't reach out. It'll just like take it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Most annoying Elden Ring boss. Now, oh, I got a pretty straight path here. What a list. I got a pretty straight path here. Once you're gonna, once I rhyme off the first one, you're gonna kind of know what direction it's headed. So, mm. we're starting my runners off. Uh, we got the fire giant, followed by Fair. Malaketh. Mm. Ah, followed by Radagon. Ah, here we go. <laughs> followed by <laughs> my <laughs> winner, <laughs> the Elden Beast. <laughs> just that Elden yeah. Beast is a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah, I thought I would just keep it simple and just pretty much the final four horsemen of the Elden of the lands between, you know? So. Yeah. God damn. This is a tough one because every boss is annoying, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> it's just a matter of how, like, which one made me closest to throwing and breaking something <laughs> and um, throwing up and i just stopped writing them down i just wrote three down because <laughs> like you could just write down so many so yeah. i just wrote three down and i think i know which one wins so my oh man which one does win fuck i see it is hard okay well first of all i know this one doesn't win but it's up there it's the putrid tree at oh, tree yeah. avatar oh, at the yeah. in, near caleb mm-hmm. uh fuck that thing he does his lightning attack so often as well. The beams that yeah. chase you, he just does that and just like. It was plants. the rot butt oh. attack that yeah, would always so get annoying, me. So annoying, dude. Um, the ulcerated tree spirit. Mm. I really liked him. <laughs> Truly fucking awful. Yeah. Truly yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. Not good in the first hero's grave, but I do really like that yeah. roller coaster. It's better when you're fighting him not in a broom closet. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Getting him in that first hero grave kind of was like, kind of just like said to me that this game just doesn't give a fuck about me. Oh yeah, but I, it also they loves have, no, they have no idea what they're doing over but there. I mean, it's also a very uh, loving game in another weird way. It's such a oh, no, weird game. I saw a yeah. comment <laughs> where someone said it, it's like fighting a roller coaster, and that's really stuck. With me. That's a good way to put it. It's like yeah. a roller coaster has come off the rails, and you're trying to kill it. That's cool. I really like yeah, it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> my winner is um, 
Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm just thinking. I'm. I yeah. This is. I think my winner is the Crucible Knight. Yeah, very who good. can fuck off? Oh yeah, the, the Crucible Knight like eight sucks. times. Yeah, he's in the game like thirty times, and eventually just you know as like an enemy yeah. and like back to back in the well, and like he's just so fucking obnoxious and to tangy. fight, man. Yeah. He's so tanky. He's like immune to everything. Mega faith, straight like so God. Yeah, fuck that guy, man. So I hate him. him. I hate him. I love that hate. Yeah. Let it flow through your bed. He's on my list somewhere. All right, Joe. You start. Uh, I'm going to go and make... I'm going to go find lunch while you rattle off all your least favorite. I've only got three. Mm. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, one of them is the Deathbirds. Um, oh, especially really? Especially the later Deathbirds. Like, they... In the, like, frost area, they kind of evolve yeah. into a more vicious version with, oh, like, yeah. blue, blackish magic shit and mm. a staff. Holy shit, dude. I hated those guys. Yeah. Um, Lich hmm. Dragon Fortisax, which is yeah. the dragon from Fear's Dream, who is constantly covering you in that red, like, passive lightning, and you don't know when it's going to go off, mm. and you're rolling around. Oh, in that one. Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my right. God, dude. Like, I was such a fucking asshole. I remember watching you do that. Oh, so this. irritating. <laughs> um, and my winner is Moog Lord of Oh, Bloods. man. What a fight. The second Moog fight, when he is in his really? blood palace and he's chucking blood at you, yeah. he's constantly exploding in your face. Huh. And then he does that dumb thing where he like puts a ring around you. Yeah, it takes Uno. Yeah, it takes. Oh, oh yeah. Nihil. Yeah. So, what, <laughs> right, what's the right, point right. of that mechanic? Like you're supposed to equip a certain huh. psychic to counter it, but it's just pointless. It just takes away half your health. Yeah. And he's always just throwing shit at you. Yeah. It's fucking annoying, man. The entire time, and the floor is like on fire the entire time. Just irritating. Really didn't like both encounters with Moog, but especially his second phase can fuck off, man. I hated him. Interesting. Engval did a lot of work for me with, uh, with, uh, with Moog. He did a lot of, a lot of aggro. Yeah. My sweet Engval. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give a shout out to, uh, Crucible Knight as well. Cool. I, uh, just, that's, it's fast. The Elden Ring, like, the, the, the gulf or the, like, variety of experiences, you know, is just fascinating. Oh, man. I didn't even see his second phase because he died so quickly to my stupid sword yeah. build. I remember you saying that back then, and I was like, dude, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. I was like, huh? Didn't even see <laughs> What's his, that? You didn't even see his worst attack. Like, like Tish and, and my giant sword yeah. just, like, It'd be like not seeing Waterfowl and just being like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh there yeah. was this, like, girl in uh, the north. <laughs> I, I was watching, I remember watching, I don't think, I think I saw someone else get to it before Joe got to that fight, but I was like, "What the fuck is this crazy blood attack he's doing? Like, what's this countdown? I didn't see any sucks, of it." <laughs> I hate that guy. Yeah, I've, I've uh, heard a lot of people so really didn't like that fight. I didn't like. I didn't hate that fight, but it. it uh, I yeah. I heard yeah, I think I would say that is a hot take from what I've heard from the community. Most people do not seem to dislike Mo. I think a lot of people quite like that fight. Hmm. Hmm. It's just a lot of magic. Like he yeah. rains blood from the sky, sets the floor on cool, fire. Dude. I think he's a cool like, guy. This is a cool. A, I mean, the design is cool for every boss in that game. Yeah, true. And like, there's there's still more to be. There's still more to do. Yeah. Like, that's that. Anyway. Get... Oh, also, I thought Rikard kind of sucked. He oh, Rikard. 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 Yeah, I was gonna have him in my best bosses, but I, he's also like really. You know, it really I put him fight. in my best bosses yeah. for cinematic like entrances. Oh yeah, yeah. Just aesthetically incredible boss. But like that skull attack and his voice and work and <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that fight was yeah. very cool. Yeah, big mm-hmm. big scope. On that one, and the way, oh my god, the environment changing to like hell for like a second, oh, yeah. like just it just, is it just fades into hell and then fades back into an underground cave. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I love it, I love it. 
most disappointing game of 2022, <laughs> you guys. I'm still writing more down. You <laughs> <laughs> started when we started recording. He's still going. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I kept it quite short. Yeah, I got my three runners up and I got a winner. My three runners up are as follows. Uh, First one's Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, Second one is Rogue Legacy 2. Mm. Third one is... I don't remember talking about Rogue Legacy 2 with you. Why do you think that is? My number three three runner up is God of War Ragnarok. Mm. Uh, And my uh, winner of the category, Nobody Saves the World, gets most most disappointing game of 2022. That's yeah, for, that's quite a good one actually, because that game starts off oh, really game, addicting yeah. and fun, and then it, it kind of falls off. Yeah, and then it becomes me anyway. Then it becomes like really strict about being a yeah. certain way. Like oh really? Yeah. So like it's really punishing. I only played like an hour. Of it, yeah. yeah, like their their dungeons are level locked. You can't earn XP in mm-hmm. the main big dungeons. So like you have to go out grind and then go back into the dungeon and yeah, like hope that your one. hope your build is good enough. And it's like I don't want like mm-hmm. you're you're not I'm not playing this game. I'm playing. I don't know. It's it's a weird weird disconnect, but yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, okay, I'm going to rattle off a few that I'm just rattling mm-hmm. off for more because I didn't, I didn't, you know, like I, I wasn't, my heart's not in it, but like I do want to just give him a, a little yeah. middle finger. Um, Welcome. <clears throat> not really a middle finger, but you know. Um, the Callisto Protocol, big bummer. Welcome. But I, like two weeks beforehand, had it in my head that it was going to be bad, and it was. Um, but also it was kind of, entertaining mm. anyways um just gonna give a just gonna throw up some double middle fingers to overwatch 2 mm. <laughs> generally speaking in yeah. that. um i'm gonna throw up one middle finger to the quarry because mm. oh, yeah it, they pitched it as like it we're actually gonna make like a real video game and it fucking sucked mm. <laughs> god that game was awful oh, man holy shit yeah um no middle fingers here no nothing here but um stray right. i found disappointing yeah. people uh you know over i don't know people liked they it did. i'm they just did. like i just you know it's a cat game cats are bad stray mm-hmm. is you know fine it's whatever yeah. cats nah. um another disappointer somerville mm-hmm. yeah no. we haven't talked about this yet yeah. we'll talk about some i did i didn't hate that game but um as a like inside like uh not very good no. um the real ones here dark tide big mm-hmm. bummer because oh, it's awesome sure, sure, sure. it's so cool and i want to be playing it mm-hmm. and hopefully this year it finds its footing but who knows mm. um god of war ragnarok mm. not no no nothing more to be said <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure which one of these last two is my winner, so maybe I'll just give them both the winner okay. here. Maybe I'll okay. call it a tie. I love that. Let's just keep the love going. Dying Light Two. Mm. Yeah. I didn't even finish it. I played like 20 hours and stopped because I thought it was so fucking boring. Okay. Uh, and like a, a back, a, a step back in almost every possible way from the first game. I think. Uh, just like a total, total miss for me, and that's a shame because I think very highly of that first game and everything they showed before made it look like dying light 2 was going to be pretty cool mm. and it just wasn't and i oof, it was a poor way to start the year because it's just like uh-oh mm-hmm. uh-oh but i think actually the real winner the one that i'm most salty about is tear down oh my goodness wow. oh yeah because i waited two and a half years for tear down to come out of early access because yeah. yeah. i just generally like to wait until something's out mm-hmm. uh and in 1.0 
And for two years, I, I heard people say how awesome it was, and I saw clips of it, and the visuals look amazing. And man, Teardown is no fucking fun at all. Mm. It's so, so, so... Like, everything about the way it's designed is, like, antithetical to the cool-ass sandbox they have. It's yeah. just, like, this super strict, do these specific tasks this specific way or get fucked. And I, it's just, like, I played two hours of it, and I was so put off by how unfun it was. It, I, it, it just blows my mind. I don't know what that video game is, like, what it's supposed to be. Mm. It, it's just so... It's just like every yeah. level is just like disable the alarms and steal these things. And it's like, but I want to blow shit mm -hmm. up. Like, I want to just have fun with this. And, and the game just is like, no, do it this yeah. way. And I, I, I did not like it at all. Oh, we didn't have this on the award, but if we had most annoying game of the year award, it would probably yeah. be teardown for me. It really, really frustrated me more than Elden Ring did, which is saying a lot. Wow. Because like I went deep into teardown yeah. and... Uh, the engine in that thing, whatever you want to call it, the sandbox, like Jameson so said, cool. the physics engine is oh. fucking crazy, dude. Like, it's I don't amazing. know if I've seen anything like it. I did like two hours post my quitting of Teardown where I just mess around with Steam Workshop mods. And wow, I should have done like, that. Yeah. the stuff that that game is capable of is like limitless. Mm. But the mm. format for me just doesn't work because it's a voxel based world and you're trying to go super fast in it. It's like a speed run heist game. Mm. But, like, the smallest, like, little pixel voxel can, like, hit your car and make it spin out of control, but you can't yeah. even see the block. So it just, it just results in this chaos theory process of repeating over and over again, just hoping, like, the physics engine lets you, like, go over a ramp or drive forward without your car spinning out. And it's just so annoying because it feels like so much of your plan is out of your hands. Yikes. And, yeah, just, like, trying to go fast and relying on physics... And hoping that a small little block isn't in the way is not fun. Yeah. Uh, the game eventually does give you a vacuum cleaner, which is kind of funny. So you can get rid of like <laughs> these tiny little bumps. But I still just found the format inherently annoying and just yeah. a lack of potential for what that game should have been. It's, it's chaos theory going wrong in not enjoyable ways. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, I thought it was going to be chaos theory going wrong in the most fun ways just like wow that was crazy that that shit exploded and rippled effect down and did this and what okay that's that's fun instead it's just like i'm trying to drive oh i hit this thing oh i spun out oh my the engine of my car fell out and now i'm restarting the level yeah. and it's just God like that constantly you if you want to drive through a wall as part of your escape plan oh, because you will be happen. driving through that wall 40 times hoping that the blocks fall in a certain way and don't trip you up yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. very irritating Ugh. And some of, like, some of the levels, I had moments where I could see the potential of this game. Like, mm. I, I would, like, put a cherry picker through a window and then, like, slowly duct tape a server and the <laughs> alarm onto the cherry picker and slowly take it to the exit. And you, there, there were moments of brilliance in that game, but uh, it just doesn't lean into what it should, mm. I think. I agree. Yeah. I forgot about that game. That game, I think that game does win, actually. Cause it just... Uh... It's so, so not fun to play to me at all. Uh, and yeah. I, I just can't believe it because it's, it's, there's, it's got like the coolest sandbox and visuals ever. And it's just, yeah. Like, okay, I so still don't even know how you're supposed to like disable the alarms because I, like, there was a thing where it's like disable the alarms. They're, they're powered. And I'm, so I go over to like the power 
uh, tower, cable tower, you know, that runs power into the, into the level, basically, and destroy the tower, and nothing happens to the power in the base. And it's like, so it's not one of those, it's not like an immersive sim type game. You, have yeah, to, you like, can't, you can't disable out... alarms, you just gotta do everything fast as soon as you trigger one of them. Mm. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that game, man. Really that game fast. wins most disappointing. Fuck that game. <laughs> like, it is so fucking not fun at all. Congratulations, no, Teardown. Yeah. Teardown sucks. Expect that one in the mail. <laughs> yeah overwhelmingly positive my ass mm -hmm. i'm very very stubborn with games and that game made me rage quit the entire game which is quite rare That's for me impressive. i will that stick out impressive. a lot of things yeah. Yeah. i beat days gone mm -hmm. uh, but i couldn't beat teardown uh yeah, yeah it's so frustrating to me but yeah. is it your most it's disappointing joe no, I can't follow up Jameson Stick. Oh, I can't follow that up. I've, I've got Dying Light 2. Yeah. Uh, probably my winner. Right. Um, especially when it came out alongside Horizon and Elden Ring. Yeah. Which both yeah. Pr pretty strong. What a, you know, what? I had problems with both of those games, but they were overall successful things. Mm. And we were dreaming of, like, the 1-2-3 uh, combo oh, of Dying Light 2, Horizon, yeah. and Elden Ring. And it really just... It was a bad start. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Dying Light 2, feeling like a real artifact of oh yeah of of, mm. of of open world game design tropes that uh were supposed to be moving us forward it's like not yet yeah, neo-progressive <laughs> open world and, game design in some weird way and it's a shame because like the first game still to this day doesn't feel quite like that it still has its own weird rule set i mean it's you know the first game, game is holds very much up yeah the first game holds fun. up like in every way better than dying light two holds up mm. seven months later like yeah. I, I it's so bizarre um yeah that's my most disappointing of the year i also have soma somerville written down mm -hmm. i did not god i did not like that game i <laughs> pretty much never knew where i was going in that game like i found the visual language really confusing and i was mm -hmm. walking into yeah. walls and very clunky i didn't like the puzzles either um, it does have a spectacular final like 40 to 30 minutes of visuals yeah. and trippiness, which made it worth seeing to the end. Uh, but yeah, for the inside people, yeah. right? The inside boys? No, 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 no. This is just, this is one of the guys that was at that studio yeah. left and made his own studio. The mailroom guy went and founded a yeah. studio. <laughs> yeah, it was like the producer. I'm so sick of the whole, like, one guy from this thing is in yeah. this studio, and I'm sick of it, man. They were suck. No, this is not Play Dead. Play Dead is still working on their weird sci-fi open world indie okay. nightmare game. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Somerville Motion to have the category next yeah. year of game most up its own ass, because Somerville definitely feels kind of like in Ooh. that conversation of game up its own ass and like there's like scorn is up its mm. own ass but like by 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 design oh yeah, yeah. but in like a like hannibal H. way Geiger, yes right? <laughs> it's up its own ass like hg geiger yeah exactly uh, and, true and so, yeah signalis yeah. would be Nor up there on most up, up its own ass, ass like in a yeah, not fun like, way uh, yeah that game definitely yeah yeah somerville definitely up its yeah. own ass it feels like anyway and obviously um a shout out to god of war and horizon sure, sure. story for me just the story right I did not hate Somerville. I uh, I didn't get hung up on the um, any of the puzzles or the movement sure, sure. or any of that stuff nearly as much as I thought. But it was an interesting game to play because I was like constantly appreciating something like mm. inside more while mm. I was playing it. I'm just like, why would you put a little like invisible mm. barrier here 
when like 90% of people are obviously going to walk right into it because that's what the art tells you to do. And you have to like move three inches to your right to walk forward. Oh, Even grabbing things in that game was so weird. Like yeah. I'm trying to grab a lever, it wouldn't work like four or five times. That game sucked, man. <laughs> but like I still, uh, I still had like an okay time with it. And I, the ending didn't uh, work for me. Uh, putting in those, um, the like, the like sound inputs uh, or like the close encounters communication thing at the end. Uh, the codes just didn't work for me, so I don't know what was up with that. But uh, I don't even remember that. Anyways, it was. Uh, I didn't hate that game, but it was um, not mm-hmm. what I was hoping for. That's for sure. Mm. All right. Well, our final category to round things out. This one uh, is a little bit. I would say it's a little more. A uh, bro- little bit more of a broader scope than the name of the category kind of lets on. Most memorable audio experience. So like. This can kind of be the, the collection of yeah, audio I, elements yeah. that went into the game. Maybe it's the soundtrack score that really led the show. My interpretation was just like, if I remembered specific audio examples because of this game, that's what's brought, mm-hmm. that's what I brought to this category. So um, I wanted to shout out Scorn and Tunic, kind of just for surface level. They obviously have great audio. Like, Scorn does great, uh, almost a volumetric audio. In a weird way, it does hums and like electric whirring. It's got a good ship hum. Very, very, very good stuff. And tunic uh, with that crystallic soundtrack, just really tinny, like tink, like yeah, like pointy, sharp. That's like when I I just see the crystal that like the mother fox is being suspended in. Like that is how I describe that game. It's like it's just crystal like. Um, And the audio is is another example of that. God of War Ragnarok is another. is a runner-up as well. Um, I really love that. Uh, there's there's kind of a, a a medley piece in the soundtrack for Ragnarok that that goes over everything in the game and, and finishes it off with this really uh, really nice crescendo anthem uh, or crescendo of the anthem. So um, I've listened to that countless times. It like brings me to tears every time I listen to the big the big explosive uh, three note crescendo right at the top uh, at the end of the song. And uh, I don't know if you guys can hear Lily. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> no. Podcast listeners definitely heard that one. Um, anyway, my winner for uh, my winner for best or most memorable audio experience is actually Citizen Sleeper. A Citizen Sleeper mm-hmm. has fantastic audio design, with just wonderful background passive soundtrack that's just there while you're making your uh, narrative decisions. Um, great uh, interruptive sounds, different sounds for different characters and moods. Game just uses uh, sound design to evoke emotion in. Um, in ways that a lot of other games didn't really utilize. And so, yeah, I just wanted to highlight Citizen Sleepers. I've had some really great, just a really great score overall, but then just a great use of its audio. Um, I would also shout it out for excellent character design. That game is, that game's really interesting. Yeah, it's on the list. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's not a stream game. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't say it's not a stream. Yeah. I I would. That makes sense. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, for that's sure, a coffee sure. game so, no, for me. That's uh, Citizen Sleeper takes that one. Tiny, oh, Tinykin was another runner-up. Forgot to mention Tinykin because one thing I wanted to highlight yeah. about Tinykin is they do the thing where they will keep a song playing but change its instrumentalization depending on when you move in and out know. of like a room or oh, like nice. a corner of an environment. Like it'll just like shift the tone of the same song but keep the same song playing as you're just maneuvering throughout the area, just fades it in and out, and that shit, like, gets me every time, and it was a big callback to, like, Rare and Grant Kirkhope and, and those those old N64 games, so really love that little that little trick. And, uh, Tiny Kid! It's got a good, like, collection, collection yes. noises. Oh, yeah, that, like, that really satisfying. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good game. Uh, yeah, this was a hard one. I, I, I know exactly what it's supposed to be, but there weren't... Nothing hmm. jumped out immediately to me. Because um, in the past, like, last year, this would have been Returnal mm. for me, like, 100%. Because that game sounds so good. And, like, the, a couple of years back, Control, right? Like, I remember when we had Best Sound Effect, I think, specifically, mm. uh, that year. For, like, mm-hmm. the weird, uh, whatever they, the, the pull yeah. in Control. <laughs> is like, what a good sound. Yes. <laughs> That like, um, but yeah, there wasn't a ton this year that actually stood out in that way because that's what my definition mm. definition would be. Um, but on the topic of Somerville, I will give it an honorable mention. I think that game sounds very good. It's like very big and loud and obnoxious in a way that, like the uh, the aliens in War of the Worlds are or something like that. Just like like just like holy fuck, turn it down. Oh my god, and I. I I bet that game would sound real crazy on, like, a really good surround sound system. And then everything else is kind of just, like, soundtracky for me. Like, um, I think Tunic, again, sounds... They do some cool stuff uh, with audio. There's a few audio-related puzzles, which is neat. Uh, or, like, audio clue things in there, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um... The Dark Tide music is very good. Yes, uh, have yes. we mentioned that? Mm. <laughs> uh, the Horizon music mm. is very good. That came up in Vibes as well. That game just sounds real good. Some games are really good at just like mm-hmm. open world sound. Like Red Dead. You just like turn Red Dead on and put your headphones in. And you're like, Jesus Christ. There's like 400 sound effects playing at once. Which is something a lot of mm. games still are bad at doing. Uh, Horizon's very good at that. I think... I'll give it to a oh, Plague cool. Tale Requiem because of how impactful the soundtrack is in that game for me. Mm-hmm. Because there are moments that are like massively elevated by the music. Like when you first go into the catacombs and there's just like this deep, throaty, creepy male choir is just like in your ear and you're just like yeah this is some weird shit uh that game soundtrack has like stuck with me for for a lot uh and and it really did elevate moments in that game Mm -hmm. substantially so uh yeah i wish i had a a better answer because i i do love a game with like some really awesome sound design uh but there was just not a lot that really jumped out at me which is yeah, Signalis had some cool, some very cool sound design mm-hmm. stuff at times. Yeah, I totally agree with Scorn. Of course, great, mm-hmm. just ship hum. I could, I could just like fall asleep mm-hmm. to the sound of Scorn. <laughs> just this like genetic, like noise. it's almost the white noise that's tone boring. that I use already. <laughs> nah. That's con- that's concerning. Yeah, probably <laughs> with the little little some yeah. little <laughs> fleshy bits in the, behind the just like the metallic hum of Scorn. Um. I'm just checking my list one last time of every game I played last year, and nah, that's it. I like that pick, yeah. though. I do like that pick. Yeah. 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 Most of mine aren't really, uh, like, focused on game mm. in-game sound. I took the title of most memorable audio experience a little nice. differently from yeah. maybe the more traditional interpretation. Uh, I do just want to yell, yell out, shout out to Cult of the Lamb soundtrack actually my favorite wow. soundtrack of the year wow it has it's just a really unique sound to it uh where the second 
a song from Cult of the Lamb plays, it maybe you're like on YouTube Shuffle, whatever, it's in the background, you know instantly that it's Cult of the Lamb. It just has a really like comfy, colourful, and sadistic sound to it, and they just really nail their own little strange tone and style they were going for through their music. It's really great, and it kind of makes that game come together. So when it comes to audio experiences, one thing I do have a really fond memory of, it's a really weird anecdote, is when I was going through Power Washing Simulator, <laughs> because that game is, you know, meandering, meandering mm. busy work, uh, you go to YouTube and you look for your... The game doesn't actually have music. So I would always go to music and uh, YouTube and find my own music playlists. And we would do this thing on the stream where I would go random video game music, 10 hours, etc. <laughs> one of those videos. And I would put that on in the background. And then we would play a game where we would try to guess what sound, what music we are listening to without looking mm. at the YouTube video. And that is one of my fondest memories of the oh, year when it cool, comes man. to sound. Is playing Power Washing that's Simulator great. and trying to guess random video game music from a YouTube video. My winner for most <gasps> memorable audio experience is playing the American National Anthem <laughs> in Trombone Champ, but every note, but every note is a loud fart. Uh, that is my <laughs> most memorable experience oh my God. of the year. Because when I was playing the National Anthem of America and every note was a fart, I was like, is this allowed? <laughs> it's <laughs> like this... burning the flag. Is that illegal? Yeah. Is this yeah. against the Constitution? <laughs> I'm not sure. And I was kind of awestruck. I was like, this has uh, got to be like really offensive to some people. That's uh, funny. In a way which is only just funny to me. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. That was uh, an amazing moment where the I American National Anthem was a bunch of farts played through a trombone. <laughs> I can't even, my brain can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah, I really I need play to play that, that. I don't want to see it any other way or hear it. I want to play that part, right? It's so, like the, the, in the background, every level in Trombone Champ has like a gimmicky, silly, mm. jokey splash screen in the background. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of amazing hearing a bunch of blaring farts while the American flag and a hamburger is like blazing in the background and your little almost wee looking uh caricature dude is uh just absolutely blazing oh, away in his trombone it. it's uh it's a I really amazing moment juxtaposition of just like the, the most sincere confidence yeah. and then just like the worst sound you've ever heard yeah i mean <laughs> it, it was like it was kind of funny for the british and the canadian national anthem but there's oh. something very special oh, yeah, about totally. it being the american one because it just feels a little bit like like I said, yeah. it might big, be illegal with that country energy, to play that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pepsi <laughs> energy. Yeah, yeah, where's Kendall, Kendall Jenner? Jenner? Need I'm worked up. Oh my gosh, guys, we did it. That's our... I feel well like 2022 done, is going to go away quietly into the night, like the last few years. Of gaming so. has been like... Man, I don't... That last year... And it's frig. I don't even... 2021? Who even... Never even heard of you. 2022? You're already out of here. We're into 2023. We're, we're phasing through. We're in the future. We're baby. here we're now. Um, yeah. Boys, I, I don't have anything else. That's it for me. Yeah. Honestly, I was going through my backlog chat, and mm. I was slowly just, like, chipping them away. Like, Somerville was on there. Uh, I think I wanted to talk about Signalis, but I don't need to anymore. And I covered a lot of it in mine and Jameson's top 10. Uh, I have literally one game, uh, but I'm happy to save it because mm. I haven't finished it. And yeah, it's pretty much all I've got, so I might as well save one for a proper backlog Hopefully podcast chat in the immortality to that one as well, and uh, we'll have some we'll have some proper things. And we'll also, yeah. of course, have um, patron submitted uh, questions and queries for yours truly. Of, uh, uh, so yeah, if you're, remember, if you're listening to this and you're a 
subscribe to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash defendthehouse. You can uh, submit a question for us to answer. Jameson. I have like two that I would just rattle off very quickly because <laughs> one of them you guys have talked about and the other one we haven't. But um, I, um, I played a very small amount of Metal Hellsinger. Oh, I do want to talk about this as well for a second. And I unfortunately was not aware of the fact that that game has lyrics. And I have a very specific thing. I, I can't tell you why it is this way, but I get like physically upset by heavy metal singing. Sure. And I could not play that game. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the time as soon as the first screaming, shouting man lyrics started in that game, I I tried for about five more minutes after that, and then had to stand up and walk around my apartment for like ten minutes. Uh, sure, it it just is like you know how there's like you know what is it nails on chalkboard or whatever is like oh that triggers like some like deep thing in you that you just is discomforting. Um, I don't have that with most things, but I do have that with that specific. Why are they yelling? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's unfortunate, um, but that uh, was the way it went. So it's too bad because it seemed interesting. Mm. Uh, I I got the shotgun. At first I was like, man, I don't know. But I got the shotgun and the shotgun made sense. Yeah. Uh, But I just, I, it's not a game you can't listen to and play. (laughs) So... Yeah, that was a bit unfortunate. Uh, yeah, I just wanted thing, to share that because it was interesting. I had not experienced that before with uh, a game music because it's not like a music genre I I seek out. Uh, so I was sort of I had forgotten about that, and then as soon as he started singing, I was like, "Oh fuck, Jesus! Oh God, get the, take the headphones <laughs> off, Jeez, Oh please, no!" So it's too bad. It's too bad. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the music's pretty sick, but if metal's not your thing, then yeah, that game's gonna be. I mean, it's in the title. Like I like. If it, if there was no, it's literally just the singing, you know. Um, yeah, but that's the metalish part, you know. I know, but I, yeah, it's too bad. But because I definitely like the instrumental side of that of mm-hmm. metal in yeah, the right cool. place for sure. But uh, yeah, the song, the 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 voice is can't can't handle it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up because the last time I mentioned metal hell singer, yeah, uh, I said that I had this strange epiphany moment where I broke through. The struggles I was having with the rhythm game genre, whatever you want to call this subgenre of shooting to the rhythm. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, this game like clicks with me and I'm in. I can finally play one of these. And then I went back to it and I I don't got it. I don't got it anymore. Interesting. I, Interesting. I completely I lost it, man. I don't know what happened. I played <laughs> it for like an hour and a half when I was doing my backlog for the top ten of the year. Mm. And I just couldn't get on their rhythm. Like mm. I I get into like my own rhythm. I I like mm. I in my head, I am on the beat that I think <laughs> yeah. the beat is. And I am in rhythm and in time with the beat. But it's not their beat. And I don't know what is wrong with my brain when it comes to this. It's like I'm picking up the wrong part of the song. And yeah, I'm like, that's been my problem as well. Because I would go into the settings and it has a like synchronization, let's yeah. make sure there's no latency between your audio and your monitor type thing where you like click your mouse in time with a thing on the screen. And every time I did it, it would say zero latency. Like you are nailing the beat perfectly. But when I played the game, I just I just couldn't hit anything. And yeah. I would like have to stop shooting and like look at the screen and like have to really think about it. And when you think about it, you can't keep rhythm because it's supposed to be like a no. natural like metronome in your brain. If you're focusing on it, 
you, you can't aim, you can't shoot, and it's just, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with my brain. I can't keep in their rhythm. I'm on like a different incorrect beat that I'm making for myself, and it's yeah. really annoying because I can't play these games. I can't play this entire genre, and they, they seem cool. Like, BPM seemed cool, and Metal Hellsinger also seems really cool. And, and when I had that, as well. Yeah, when I had that small moment where I was on their timing, I thought it felt amazing. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I don't work. My brain's broken. It doesn't work. I can't do it. I don't know why. Uh, so it's the same for me. Yeah, it's the same for me. Like it's, like I've, it's, I've been haunted by it since Cadence of Hyrule, where I realized like they're not talking about like the the audible beat a lot of the times. It's more of like the if the metronome was going in the background. Ooh, yeah. You know, the t -t 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 -t. Like that's the that's not like the audible beat. It's more of like the time signature of the music. And I'm like, right, my, yeah. I have no fucking idea. It's how like, to I'm going on stuff. the drum beat that I can yes. hear, but it's not yeah. the drum beat. It's like it's using not. the rhythm of the song. Yeah, you have to factor in exactly. the, the trigger pull, or is it the gun trigger, or is it the actual controller trigger, or the mouse click, or is it the, yeah, the music, or the background metronome, or the yeah. enemy, or is it when the bullet hits the enemy, or is it like... Yeah, yeah I, I can't, I just, I can't I wrap it. my head around it, yeah. So, unfortunately, have... I, I yeah. just, I think I'm out of the whole genre. I just can't do it. I know. And it's, it's really frustrating. I get, like, angry at myself when playing it, which is very toxic. So, yeah. yeah, I just, it's like one of those games you just have to admit doesn't work for your brain for whatever reason. Yeah, that the only, the main reason I tried it was because you had said it did work for your brain. So, now hearing that, it's, like, looped back what around. Because, like, my brain's the same way. I'm just, like, I, I, I just can't. My I just don't get it. Like, I just. You guys are old. It's the same with, like, it's sort of, like skipping rope as well like jumping over a rope like there's just some some there's some specific like that yeah rhythm thing my brain just doesn't process it i don't know couldn't tell you yeah. which is a shame because yeah it seems like i i still wish I, I i would love to play cadence of hyrule it just seems so cool but yeah uh, such is life speaking of life oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> let God, that I one just... sit for me I just finished this game, yeah. I played 90 minutes, or I think I played about 90 minutes of Highland Life, and that game fucking sucks. Um, not, I, I couldn't be bothered. It felt like a fake video game. Like, the shooting was just so mediocre, and the level design, yeah. and the, then you factor in all the terrible writing, and I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you, Justin Roiland. It, it, gets, it gets a little bit more interesting as it goes on, because yeah. you end up with, like, a little small repertoire of very strange guns, and... When it was good, the short moments and when it was good, it kind of reminded right. me a little bit of like a, an attempt at Ratchet and Clank. Uh, like there's a gun right. near the end called Creature, which shoots babies out of it, which run and attack enemies, which feels like Mr. Zircon from Ratchet yeah. and Clank. All the planets really felt Ratchet and Clank inspired. Um, there is some okay stuff in there, but I just, I, I can't understand what's happening when Justin Roiland is making his video games when he's when he's done. Um. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ask. When he's done doing something else at home. Yeah, I, know, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say it, but cool. I was like, I, I was gonna say it as well. I was gonna say it. <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we'll get sued. I don't know. Nah. No. Fuck. Fuck. Fu allegedly. That, fuck that guy. Allegedly. That's what I'll say. I don't give a shit. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, when he gets into the booth, um, there's a strange, like, incessantness with every uh. bit. I've, I've watched two and a half seasons of Rick and Morty and I know Justin Roiland can be funny and can create scenarios uh, in the sci-fi context which are clever and funny. And every now and then in High on Life, there is a joke which like lands with me, but it doesn't <sighs> stop. The joke doesn't stop. 
there's like this weird like philosophy where they can't stop talking ever because it's a video game and the character might stand there and continue to listen to a character. So they'll say a joke and I'll be like, <laughs> and then he'll say the joke again <laughs> and again and again and again and again. And they just keep saying it's the same joke, but they just say it in different ways. And it's all improv. And it just feels oh, like they got so in the booth. They were given like some pretext, like you got to make a joke about you're an alien and your head is made of cake. And they got like a gun to their head. Yeah. And they say, if you fucking stop talking for the next five minutes about yeah. your head being cake, I'm going to kill you. And you can't breathe either. Just keep talking about your head being cake. And it's such a bizarre... It's like one of the fundamental rules of comedy. It's like less is more and don't overdo it. But they overdo every joke. It's so it's such a <sighs> weird approach. It's like they wanted like a tenth line read, but then they left the first nine in. Yeah, but it just... Yeah. But there is like some good moments in there. I'm like, oh, this is a funny premise. But I had to like turn around and walk away from the character talking because it just goes on and on and on. And yeah, it's just, a sh I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it because I've watched Rick and Morty and I know that Justin Roiland can write funny stuff. Um, I don't know what's going on with Squanch Games because uh, Trove of Save the World and Accounting was the exact same where every character says a joke and then says it a thousand times over and over again. And it's like, it's like they can't not do it. And it's very bizarre. It's so it's so obnoxious. I don't get Holy it. fuck. Make sure you don't play the next one. That's all I got. That's all I, I don't know. It's all these games in this. I don't know. All the all of them are very clearly going to be the same unless they fucking go for a silent one next time. But I'm sure they'll do. Some, <laughs> that would be great. I would love to see them take it, but I'm sure it would just they would just botch it with some bad meta joke at the end that was just like, "Do you get it?" But it's like, bad. yeah. But it's like, it's, but it's I mean, bad. it was better than Trover, so maybe they're making progress. I don't know. Darn it. Let's yeah. see how the court case goes yeah. first <laughs> before yeah, I exactly. play his next game. Exactly. Who cares? It's so uh, fascinating. Also, that that was like, I mean, I get it, but it, like, it was like the biggest Game Pass game of the year as well, which is just hilarious. Uh, hey, it works for the kids, I think. It does. I guess cursing. There's big bat. Like they say horrible things. Anyway, yeah, you're right. The kids. Yeah, yeah but they never stop talking. And if they never stop talking, what then? What? What are we gonna? How are they gonna criticize you if you just speak the entire time? You say, "Hey guys, it's me. I'm Justin Roiling. Hey, I'm doing doing, doing some voice work." Of, now we up here, and, and it's just like, like shut the fuck up. I got a cake on my head. Oh, I said fuck. Oh shit! My mom just died. My mom just died. I'm at a funeral. Then I killed her. She dead. Fuck. Fuck. Big fucking gun. Do you get a big fucking gun? Do you get a big Fucking yeah, <laughs> it's so so unbelievably obnoxious. Oh god! And it's just the yeah. formula is so par like it's so parsable. Like it's just you, I get yeah. it. Like you you just rambled and we got it anyway. More than anything though, like yeah, I was just show. surprised at how like not good of a shooter it was. Like it felt like it was made in dreams. Yeah, like, it's very arcadey. <laughs> like it's barely a shooter. Like it's just so base. Anyways, whatever. Uh, that game sucked. Yeah. That was the that was the last game I played of 2022. So really, mm. really went out with a whimper. That's for sure. I, yeah, I I will never play that game again. <laughs> I won't go back to that. Game. You're not missing anything. No, I try. I know I tried it, and then I just I certainly won't yeah. go back yeah. to that. I actually I will say I liked the weird visual style of that game. It's like Play Doh. Mm. Hmm. I like how it looks. It looked really bad on the Xbox. Uh, yeah, I disagree. It's got a really like it's got a strange style to it. It just looked like horrendously blurry, and the, yeah. the FOV was crazy low. I tried yeah. to play it on the PC, but oh, they had no. Yeah. It was Gabe just like broken. That. 
it was broken for me on the PC, so I just tried. Yeah, it on the Xbox Gabe said and... there was a blurry problem, but I didn't. I don't know if I didn't get oh it. Oh my but god, it was like he sent me a fix for sick. it, but I I don't think I needed it. It was hideous. It just looked terrible on the Xbox. Maybe there's a bug. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was uh That's really it. I I enjoyed certain moments in that game. Um, I oh my god, I almost didn't mention that. I went to the fucking cinema in that game, yeah. and I watched the entire movie where the Red yeah. Letter Media Boys are mm-hmm. commentating over it. Was it good? And it was absolute torture. Oh, no. Because the way they balance the audio, you can't <laughs> hear the Red Letter Media guys, and you also can't hear the movie. What it's the just fuck? like It's just like everything is like merging together, and it's just an hour and a half of like audio torture, basically. What the fuck? It gave me a headache. How can they not even balance that properly? Like, you're going there for the Red Letter Media joke. Yeah. Like, Every now the and then, the movie would be quiet and you'd, you'd hear, like, a good line from one of the boys. There was a couple of good lines from Mike, but, yeah, you just can't hear what they're saying most of the time. Oh. I, I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> the only good joke that's ever come out of the Justin Roiland slash Red Letter Media weird sort of, like, friendship they have is the... which. Pro- that friendship probably rapidly ending uh, <laughs> um, was the terrible haunting video they put up on Red Letter Media for uh, Trover. I think it was supposed to be made for the Trover Saves the Universe game. Mm. It was the uh, the George Foreskin grill, which uh, if you really want to fuck mm-hmm. your day up, go watch that because it is oh, that, a masterpiece. Yeah, that, was an uh, that video is yeah. just an exceptional shit post, and for I have no idea yet. how it's still mm-hmm. on YouTube to this day. Yeah. Just masterful, masterful shit from them. <laughs> 2022, eh? Actually, I think the I think the real last game I played in 2022 was probably The Witcher 3, so maybe it wasn't actually all that bad. But I mean, that game cost you $2,000, so yeah, I don't actually. know. Yeah, and it's seven, eight, eight years old. Eight, eight year old. <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> talking yeah. about. Came out almost a decade ago. I've been smoking that Chained Echoes, and I'll talk about that next time. I don't know what that is. You're making games up now. That game is that game is everything I like love about a, what the an old school JRPG, but repackaged as like Uh-oh. a 2022. Uh-oh. Uh, it, it, feels like, <laughs> it feels like it was made in the West, and they like there's a lot of little quality things in there that like expedite a yeah. lot of stuff. It's cool. I the like, nice. that is that I knew it. That is a game I would put in my best first hour. Is Chained Echoes. That game is an excellent mm. introduction. It just like hits the ground running, like throws the trope out the window hits you in the face with it, and just, like, gets going. It's so good. Nice. Would recommend That's checking cool. that game out, yeah. Um, helps being able to play it portably, but anyway. Yeah, shit, guys. I guess that's it. That's another oh, year, baby. Another I mean, year. 2023, but, you know. Smooch it away, say goodbye next time. Uh, yeah, next time we'll have a little bit uh, a little bit more backlog to talk about, a little bit fresher. For clear yeah. eyes, full hearts, big balls, you know, gotta love it. What and, massive. Uh, big, big, big balls. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, he really has been playing Scorn. Yeah, I just I almost <laughs> took a screenshot of like it was just testicles, like it was just testicles. <laughs> yeah, right? oh yeah, like it was just testicles. You know, you guys, oh, know, yeah. you guys know exactly what and where I'm talking about, but those were definitely just like testicles for sure. Yeah, yeah. you guys know testicles, right? It's just a CT scan that they that you turned into Maya model and put it into the game, like yeah. A Phil Spencer. Why is it that I can <laughs> feel what it would feel like to have my face droop down over the bottom half of my jaw like a curtain? Why do I know what that feels like? What? <laughs> Scorn. Game of the year 2022. <laughs> Phil Spencer's <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.